Lauren XOXO, bitch, bitch, bitch. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to this week's episode of Lauren XOXO and Friends. And before we get into this episode, I just want to say, as I always say every week, thank you guys so much for tuning in weekly. Um, thank you for the constant DMs. Thank you for the reviews on um, what? Oh, Apple Podcasts. And if you have yet to leave a review on apple Podcasts, please go on there and leave a review i think i'm at 40 and i would like to get to 50 reviews so like 10 of y'all if you haven't um left the review yet like please 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 go on itunes and leave a review i'm trying to like get to the top or i don't know wherever like the popular popular podcast get i definitely want to join the club so um yeah if you can Please go on and leave a review and let's get into this episode. So I invited one of my good friends back to the podcast because a lot of you guys were like, he is awesome. He's amazing. I like, please have him on again. And I finally have him back. So let them know who you are. I'm nervous. (laughs) Oh, please. So much pressure. Um, This is Yao. Um, at Yao, Aye, NY on IG. Um, then my brand is uh, Ayom, NY on IG as well. You're going to have to spell that because. Oh, okay. So <laughs> my personal IG is Y A O A Y E H, NY. And uh, my brand is A Y E H O M M E S, NY. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I'm also working on like a photography video page so that's coming i haven't published it yet because i don't i don't know i'll tell you later sometimes you just gotta put things out there to the world i think that's what i learned like one of the things with the podcast is like i didn't want to do it for a while and then people just kept telling me i need Isn't to do funny? it i just did it and i put it <laughs> up and i was like nobody's gonna like it nobody's gonna fuck with me blah, blah, blah. Really? and then like you, you know what it is it's like um I'll be honest with you. You know how sometimes like you do things, and I wouldn't say I don't think you fell at it. It's like a lesson. Mm. Um, but sometimes we put ourselves out there to the world, and we're mm. like, wait, Just like when I think about my brand, you know what I mean? Like I put so much into it, and I put it, like I put it out into the world, and what I received back was nothing but positivity. Right. Like, everyone, like, loved it. And still to this day, people were like, you got to get back into designing because you were the shit. And Long, I was like, covert. huh? Long live covert. I, yeah. And then I was like, yeah, but, like, I didn't make a, a ton of sales. And, um, but one thing I'm learning is sometimes we want instant gratification mm-hmm. and, um, you should wait it through because some of my favorites, it has taken them years upon years to like get where they are. And patience sometimes is key. And you know, maybe that those three sales a month are really good and really steady. But you get what I'm saying? And maybe you shouldn't look up, down upon that when you see like someone else who's selling shit, but who's making $200,000 a month. And you get what I'm saying? Like, 
Um, I feel like sometimes the pressures of social media can kind of have you like, oh, so maybe my shit is not all that good because ain't nobody buying it. But then, well, the pressure of your environment can also be, you know, can have a could scare you up a little bit. Yeah. You know what I learned um, when I was, I think I was when I was graduating college is. As a designer, you have to be... Shout out to FIT. Yeah, shout out to FIT. <laughs> teaching us most of what we're making money. What we're using to make money these days. Um, they, as a designer, you have to have like three to five collection. You have to survive three to five collection in the game. Wow. After that, then you're like official. And you're, if, mm-hmm. you can, if you don't give up by then, then you have a chance. So yeah. imagine. So like that's depending on how many collections you're doing a year. You could be there just waiting. But um, but I'll tell you that when I started, I remember when I started, the prices at which I started at, um, I remember telling Pasha, like, you know, this is Oh, yeah, I you told me they were super yeah. low. Yeah, they were super low. And she was like, Because you were nervous. Here. Yeah, she was like, are you serious? Um, and then she asked me, and she said, think about where you want to be and then come back to that right. number. And then I started that number, and I was still, you know, like, not so confident about the number and then I was like you know what this is what I think is the value of this so let's push it and then we started pushing it out of like 10 inquiries maybe one person was willing to like mm-hmm. sign up but I just kept on going yeah you just like now, yeah. you know, no I agree yeah um so yeah that's why I was nervous about the podcast yeah because okay. just like um, I felt like everyone was telling me I need to do a podcast, but I didn't know how much love I would receive back. Mm. And then I got a lot of love back, and I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> like, okay, cool. Gonna keep, gonna like be consistent with this. Um, and I think so. You're yeah, the first, I, you're the only person I know that has a successful podcast. Like every. That has this kind of platform going every week. Yeah. Yeah. I don't no, but, but I don't another know. thing I've learned is consistency is everything. That's like, a fact. Um, How many listeners did you have your first podcast? Do you know? Uh, it was like maybe that first week, maybe like. You should have printed that and put it in your page. Like, you know, when you save your first maybe, dollar? I'm <laughs> you not. Make business? Yeah. <laughs> I remember I used to get like. Maybe like a hundred plays a week, and I was like, "Oh my god, that's awesome!" Uh, but the first episode was probably like sixty or whatever, because you that's know, me lot. and my friend, we were both, um, we were both putting it on mm. social media okay, or whatever, so like cause, yeah, because we did an episode together, right, right, right. And so, yeah, I would get like maybe like four hundred plays a month. I wasn't surprised, and though. then, huh? I wasn't surprised. No? No. Nah. Well, I think to know me is to love me. Right, yeah. Like, I think if you really... I think a lot of people don't know how how funny I am That's and how, like, entertaining I could be because if you meet me, I'm probably sitting in the corner not saying anything. Like, just... I'm always to myself, like... Or I'm only talking like if I go to a party, I'm only I'm only talking to the people that I came to the party with. Like I'm mm. not I'm not an outgoing person in that sense. Right. But once you get me talking, once I feel comfortable around you, like then I'm talking all night. <laughs> so it just kind of takes like it takes a little bit for me to get out of that show. Like people always say to me like if you spend a day with me, they be like, bro, I did not know you was this funny. That's funny. Like and I'm just like. 
why are people so surprised? Like, because I be fucking cracking up. <laughs> but on the outside, I just kind of have, like, I look quiet, and I am quiet. Right. But, like, if, you, if you're if you one of, like, my closest friends, you know, I will have you cracking up all day. But, uh, yeah, so. just dying. Sometimes I listen to a podcast, and I'm, like, on the bus just crying, like, people are like looking at me like i'm crazy oh yay. yeah yeah i know i love that like people are like girl i'll be cracking up i'll be like yo i i really be in public, you need to like, speak cheesing. up can you hear me now because i'm looking at the voice levels no and, yeah mic check mic check <laughs> okay i'm back <clears throat> yeah um yeah i listen and i'm just like rolling it's hilarious sometimes it's it's so funny you like you try to hide, hide the laugh in, in public mm-hmm. and it's so funny you can't and just like but see, I have my favorite podcast where I'm just like the Joe Budden podcast. I've been listening to Joe Budden's podcast. Wait, the um the one that started on um, Hot 97 with Marissa. I'm actually like listening from like 2015. Oh, you went back. Have you have you listened to those? Okay, so I was never into Joe Budden until Joe Budden started doing Everyday Struggle, and then I was like, this fucking man is amazing yeah, like he's he's people don't like not only is he hilarious but um he, he knows how to articulate himself highly he, underrated he he's just so smart and so he's just really next level and i think people like to be like he's crazy he's this he's he's angry he's blah, blah, he's bitter you know all these things but just like no the nigga really know what he's talking about and <laughs> Once he left Everyday Struggle, I was like, oh, my God. Like, how am I going to get my Joe Budden fixed? Yeah. And then I found out that he had a podcast. And I was like, thank Best you. thing that ever happened. And it's like two hours. But I feel like. And Roy and Mal are perfect on so the show. So funny. Is, is Mar- Marissa's not on the show anymore, right? No. Uh, it's just Roy and Mal. hilarious. Just like, I, I just started listening last week. And it's, I just, like, after work. It's all I'm doing until I fall asleep. I would even like go to bed and I'm still playing. It's just pure chokes. Really? And just the way he speaks, like how he articulates himself. And I've always been a, a fan of Joe Budden, though, because I'm really into um, people, you know, smart, you know, people who are just smart and speak well. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed that from his um, his music. And I heard him a few times speak as well. Um, and I'm always, I always got time for when Joe Budden wants to debate. Yeah, and I love when he mad like this. <laughs> Sometimes I, I feel like he's going a little too far, but that's just what he does. Yeah, but I love. I wish he could go back to everyday struggle. Like I like. Do you watch mm. Everyday Struggle? I haven't started on that. What I'm doing is Yo, I want to finish. Take it this back. One. Like watch. Yeah, I'm gonna the, watch it. The way he used to go in on DJ Academics. The way he, Ooh. the way he, well, goes in on Marissa is like, how is she even still <laughs> on the podcast? Mm-hmm. I get it. They're like, he treats her like his little sister, but he just destroys her every Ooh, time. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to go into the archives. Oh my god, you're gonna it just first episode. Good. Even when it, the episode is called. I mean, the mm-hmm. the podcast is called. Um, I'll name this podcast later. Okay, I've heard of that. Yeah, and I and I was under the impression he was going to name it, but that's legit the name of the podcast. Uh And they it started super casual and just kept going casual for like eight episodes. They were just free free freestyling it, and it kind of reminds me of your show because of like the laughs and the humor, and you know you still get a lot of information from. I remember or why he saw why they're talking i would be um they would be talking about stories from like 2015 uh-huh. and i'm just like oh i remember that and um i enjoy when he debates uh or when he uh 
reviews albums or music yeah i think he's probably the only person who i have time for listening to his music reviews or anything he wants to review because i feel like he's very objective in how he reviews things i don't think people think that he's a hater but that it doesn't sound like that to me he makes very educated reviews i feel like the young people try to write him off as a hater he loves it i yeah (laughs) but i just think he comes from a different time like he is a real lyricist um as he always say one like a real huh (laughs) as he always say like a real nigga oh yeah (laughs) and i I don't know. I love him though. Like I, I, I want to see him on TV and like I just want to see him do a lot. And I want to meet him one day and see yeah. if he's really funny like that in person. He's yeah. hilarious. I met him before. Oh, you did? Was I it? I went to um. I was at his house for a Christmas party. Oh yeah, because I hear he throws the best. It was party. really really nice, and his house is beautiful. He lives so, in Jersey, yeah. right? Yeah, but this yeah. was before I was ever a fan. Like, mm. so mm. I can only imagine like if I met him now, I'd probably be like, "Love your podcast, by the way." But then like go in the corner, like go to the side and mind my business. <laughs> but before <laughs> I wasn't, my homegirl was just like, "Uh, we're going to Joe Budden House for a, a Christmas party," and I was like, "Hell yeah, I want to go to a Christmas party. Could you know, like, get some gifts there or something?" Like, hell yeah, and um. It was just cool, like it was just food and weed and all that other and alcohol yeah. and um he was with Sin at the time. So it wasn't it was probably like two years ago. Mm. It was in two thousand sixteen. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. this was So he was he was podcasting. Yeah, but I had no clue. That's funny. I, my introduction to him was everyday struggle. And from there I just been hooked. Like I've been a fan. I'm also a fan of um well, I'm becoming a fan of Mouse Jones. Miles Jones? Have you heard I have of to him? pick that up. No, I haven't. He well he got me at um, one thing that I heard him say was protect black women at all costs. And I was like, who hmm. the fuck is this? Hmm. Talk about that. This, he's this, this is what I need. Like, what, who is this person? And um, now he has a show on BET where he like interviews people. It's called I'll, I'll Apologize Later. And he's been doing a bunch of rounds on a bunch of podcasts that I listen to already mm. and he has his own podcast that I have not got into because I feel like the list of podcasts I listen to is like so much so, so uh, you know I have to have like <laughs> and when it's a podcast that has been out for a few years it's just yeah. like damn now I gotta like it's go through your archive up, I know um, but, but at least you have things that you know you can pop in when you're, yeah. yeah so to the listeners if you haven't yet, if you don't know about Miles Jones, look into him. Because it, the, the podcast is called Mike Miles Jones. No, it's called the oh the He Man's Hater Club. The He the He Man's Hater Club. The He Man something like that. Let me look it up on podcast. Um, while you're while you're talking. But Miles Jones, I think is super super dope, and I just been like hearing his story and where he came from and how he got to where he got to. What and is I think he? It's cool by default like an artist or he he's just like a public i'm not gonna call him a public speaker i think he got big off of twitter if i'm not mistaken mm. like and then he went on to have a podcast i think he used he said he used to work at mtv and then so he he does a bunch of like podcasts and like online shows and things of that nature okay podcast is a new it's the new thing it's a new yeah. come up well, not so new, right? Because people have been doing it since 2017. Yeah, podcasting has been out <laughs> for like that. ever. Yeah. But I, I know enjoy people, it. Yeah, people are always like, I want to start a podcast, but I want to be like everybody. I'm like, my nigga, if you got something to talk about, you know, talk I, about it. I think these days I rather 
there's some days where I'd rather just listen to podcasts than music. I mean, I want to get like, I want to be informed and I want to hear debates. And, you know, it's like sometimes I feel like with social media, you're bombarded with so much information and so much, so, so much bias information. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like to approach issues or things with objectivity mm-hmm. because otherwise you just kind of fall into the right or the left. And there, you know, I, I just feel like you're much more informed when you kind of have this objective approach. Um, so, but there are people out there with podcasts that would talk about things objectively and you can just listen and, and also people that are older than us. Right. Yeah. And then you can just listen to, instead of the young people just pumping craziness onto, I, sometimes I can't, I just have to like, <laughs> Um, another good one is Brilliant Idiots. Brilliant you? Idiots. You're going to have to send me a, send okay. me a list of your favorite uh, well, podcasts. Well, so listeners, my favorite podcast is number one, The Read. That was my introduction into podcasts. Hmm. Um, number two is Joe Budden's podcast. Shit Shout is out Joe Budden. Amazing. If you're um, listening. <laughs> number three is Brilliant Idiots. But I would say, okay, if, if you're... If you're super woke, like so woke that you need to go to bed, do not listen to Brilliant Idiots because they say some <laughs> fucked up shit. He'd be up like, all night. <laughs> it's Andrew Schultz. It's Charlamagne the God and Andrew Schultz. Andrew Schultz's mouth is crazy. Hmm. And yeah. Is he objective or subjective, do you think? I think he is a white man. <laughs> Um, I think sometimes he understands. A lot of times he doesn't. A lot of the shit that mm. he says, I'd be like, Damn, Is Charlamagne like, there to check him, or does he check him? Yeah, like they. I think they they both have like this. They're like a happy medium. Ebony, Ebony. Because Charlamagne is also super fucked up. Oh yeah. Charlamagne also has a ton of fucked up things to say. He's not as bad as he used to be. Charlamagne is. I mean, I want to say he's gotten. I, I, no, now that I, he's bigger, I, I he's not as bad as he used to be. Yeah, I respect him because he could be he can be objective, but he can also be you know, he has that side that kicks in, but I think that extra side is for the for the you know, for the for the attention or the stream or mm-hmm. you know, so people because I guess that was his um personality by default. We all would like, man, this dude is he used crazy to be at ruthless. the mouth. Now oh he's not that bad. God, yeah, he's not as bad as he used to mm-hmm. be. Yeah. Like I used to think somebody was just gonna hop out of their seat. And, I used to think people oh But they they tried him a few times. Oh, of course. <laughs> you think you gonna walk around saying the shit that you say and somebody not gonna press you? <laughs> you think you're not gonna meet somebody that's truly about that life one day? Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. at the end of the day, like the people who you're talking about are sons daughters mothers fathers aunties uncles you know the list could go on like yeah. like we all got family we all got somebody that love us out there and that's willing true. to like <laughs> do anything for us um so yeah yeah but that's another good show yeah like they will have you cracking up what else do I, to- I could get you to a uh, charlemagne podcast yeah it's so good like i live for it i like i want to be on it one day i'm always like one day i'm gonna get here you will um i can see you on a joe Biden, Hor- Biden oh so shameless is another one of my favorite podcasts so shameless the guy who has the show his name is tahoe he has a new person on every week mm-hmm. um it's pretty good okay it's funny he's another person that he be saying some shit that you kind of be like oh no my nigga like <laughs> you going to hell but um, <laughs> his show is really good. 
Horrible Decisions, another one of my favorite shows. It's about okay. two girls who, well, they just say like they like to tell their whole, whole stories. And they just, I think that. You need that. We, yeah. More women, more people need to tell their story. I think um, that's directly tied into um, what's going on these days with like suicide, depression, all mm-hmm. these things where people feel like they, no one else can relate. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny on social media these days you see a lot more weird things than we used to see and we'll also we'll get into that Let's <laughs> we'll, we'll definitely get into that All right. so with horrible decisions they have strippers on they'll have a sex worker on there they'll have a cross dresser on there they'll have a um, a trans person on there the, they have so many people on there telling their stories and I think I think there are a lot of, like, Mm. sex has always been shamed Mm. in this world, Mm -hmm. and I think it's a breath of fresh air to, like, hear someone be like, I am a sex worker, and I love what I do. I choose to do what I do. You get what I'm saying? Or, you know, I'm in an open relationship, and I'm not sad and fucked up about it. It's Mm. what I want. I want to be able to love other people while I still have this person. So I think those type of perspectives are like super important because we are so quick to judge like, mm, she must, nah, he must have talked her into that shit or right. she's stupid or she's desperate or him or her or whatever. Um, I think we're quick to like throw judgments onto people. So yeah. I think it's super fresh when people are like, nah, like I fuck for money. I really like it. Like I had no problem with it. You know I'm about how to you do live. it after I'm done with this. <laughs> so if you if you mad about you know what I'm saying? Or like people they have people on there who have HIV, they mm. have people on there who have like herpes and just like the people telling their stories and like again, like you like one of the things you said with like social media, like we get so wrapped up in all of these stories and we kinda forget like, oh, these are real fucking people and um, it's a joke and everything is cool and funny until it happens to you right. or somebody that you love. Right. And so their show definitely, like, to me, it's just like, it, it definitely opens my mind up because sometimes I could think like that too. I could be like, oh, this person's disgusting. Or, or, this, or need that. our mind And it's open. like, no, it's not even like that. Like, yeah. But we're, like I said, in this world, we're so quick to be judgmental. So it's really nice to hear different. We, we need our mind open as much as possible because. Yeah being closed-minded is literally killing people these days Mm -hmm. because being closed-minded is not having all the information that you you know that you need and some people push the at you know push the push to the limit without having you know certain kind of information and it could it could take your life and i just think and with while we're getting into this um universe of acceptance um it just it would just help the human race just be a little bit more open and receive people a little bit more and be right. sympathetic when we need to be. Um, and also to remember that we're all human. That's a fact. Like, <laughs> you know. But let's get into these weeks, this week's topics. So, let's do it. Um, my heart has been, like, super heavy. I, I, I can tell for from the, your stories. Yeah, for the past, for the past few weeks, but... I, I was gonna like, hit you up and be like, "Are you good?" <laughs> <laughs> um, yesterday, XXX Tentacion passed away. Yeah, and I was just like, I think. Okay, so I saw that he got shot. I'm like, "Oh, he got shot." You know, sometimes you be like, "Oh, this person got shot." Okay, whatever. 
And then, like, two hours later, they were like, he's dead. Yeah. And someone DM'd me a video of him, like, laying lifeless in his car. Yeah, that was, and like, all over social media yesterday. One of the things that I was... One of the things that just kind of, like, really blew my shit was that we are once again showing a video of a lifeless person mm-hmm. on social media. And... It's being posted by thousands and thousands of people. And I can't speak for anybody else, but, like, even when I go to a funeral, like, when it's time to, like, view the body, like, the last time to walk, I I can't even do that. Mm. So it's, like, the fact that I can't do that for, per se, a family member because I'm... You're you're forced to... (laughs) The fact that I'm constantly forced to see people dead Mm -hmm. or being... I remember one time I got on Instagram and I saw a man shoot another man in the head. Like, boom, he just died. Yeah. Um, you I, I heard I heard you say that on your podcast, I think, an episode or two ago. And I was... When you mentioned it, I was like, that that is very true. That now, nothing is censored right. anymore. Um, if you've never seen someone get shot before, if you've never seen... I think in the past two months i've seen on the past month mm-hmm. i've seen two people get murdered on instagram just like and sometimes i watch and i i just reflect on it like this is real but the fact that like why why is this even online for, to be watched like why do people feel so comfortable being like yo let me upload this video like it's kind of fucked up right because i think about it in a sense like if it was someone anybody that i love mm-hmm. and someone uploaded a video of their lifeless body like i'm ready to fight right like right do you not have any fucking respect right. like are you fucking kidding me mm-hmm. you're you like no joe and joe joe Biden was saying that on his podcast he said you know, we, we're living in an era where when I think it was Joe Budden, when something happens outside, someone gets hurt or, you know, whatever happens where you need to lend a hand, you pull your phone off first. No, with the quickness. And yeah. and these days, you, these days, you no longer have to be on the front of the camera. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it is. It's about who cat who gets it first. Just yes, think about just think about journalists. TMZ. Everyone's boxes, a journalist today. Like, ball alert! Like uh-huh. who has the T? Yeah. The quote unquote T or whatever is going like who has it first? Yeah. And everyone's a journalist now. Just the fact yeah. if you have an Instagram or you have a social media, you have a channel mm-hmm. and you're a journalist because you're a pub. And what do we know from watching journalists from you know let's say in the two thousand watching abc watching nbc it's all about who gets there first and who right, gets to show gets the story it. first and um and then you have footage you know remember when um isis used to upload videos and i feel like no. isis has been doing that forever that's something they've been doing and i feel like that cr- slowly creeped onto social media and then now you watch videos of cats in the hood murdering each other i saw a video the other day I must have watched it ten times because I guess I didn't realize I didn't I couldn't believe that it was happening. Mm-hmm. The first nine times, I um it was like three four guys who came they came up to the front of this building, um and a friend sent this video and it looked like somebody was watching it from a surveillance camera, and it five people show up to the front of the building, mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. all you see is shots coming from wherever they're looking. So they're looking at this person or waiting for this person to come out. And he sees that there's people waiting for him and he he's shooting at them. So the crowd, you know, all six scattered. And the, I guess one of them gets shot, falls on the ground. And you can tell he's kind of like trying to reach for his gun. And the guy or whoever it is you can tell he's shot and he comes outside and like i feel like i was watching the movie like on some he like jumps on top of him grabs his gun pistol whips him like five times and like shoots him in the head like five times and i'm just like there's there's nothing it sounds like a movie it i think there's going to be a time where porn is going to be the norm Uh on social media you're gonna see people being ex- explicit in that way and it's like gonna be it's like it's already it's, it's already that but it's going to become like well, times it's, 10. yeah, yeah. It, you're basically going to have like i don't know like what's what's a famous <laughs> porn subscriber just like you know just showing stuff on social media and mm-hmm. it's all about who's posting it who's getting attention because when you have a hundred thousand followers it these days that's money mm-hmm. having a hundred thousand followers could be a hundred thousand dollars so oh, yeah. who's not gonna go for, for sure. that yeah but it's sad that we get to, and I, I couldn't believe what I was watching. And it's like watching, because it was two videos showing him lifeless in his in his car. And I'm just and it like, was only one it's hard person, to believe like, sometimes. Checking yeah, his I don't know. posts. And I'm like, don't get me wrong. Like, I don't think everyone, like, of course, some people are shocked. Like, we are like, death to everybody is something different. Like, some one some person could like be like oh shit i know what to do another person could totally freeze up yeah you know another person could be like i'm gonna be over here but i'll call the police like we we all like we're all gonna react differently because we're all different people Mm -hmm. um i do i just think it's fucked up that like most people are like actually i gotta record this you get what i'm saying because i was here first and another thing is a lot of people were like celebrating his death and celebrating is a little bit much not like i'm saying it's to celebrate someone's death yeah like i'm happy he's gone like fuck him blah blah and i read up on his trouble past but i and i um i read like i know he was going to court for some domestic violence and he did like he did some things i don't think there's any like I, i wasn't there i don't know what happened i could never if it did, ha- if he did do those things, that's some fucked up shit. Right. But I also look at it as he was twenty, and the twenty. You know, you kind of think about all of these men who are like forty, mm-hmm. and you know they fucking know better, and mm-hmm. you you get what I'm saying. You know, like they have act like they have access to go to therapy and things like that. I'm talking about like rich men who do fucked up shit. I'm not mm-hmm. talking about like the everyday person who's in the hood who really doesn't have money mm-hmm. or things like that. But you know, I it would have been it would have been nice if he could have lived to go to court and if he was found guilty and was held accountable for his actions. For his actions. If those you can give what I'm saying if like they found him guilty for those things. Mm-hmm. But I think to lose your life so foolishly. And I know everyone was like, he was talking about it. He brought it upon himself. And this, not that. Yeah. Like, uh, when, yeah. You, when you speak like that, like. I, um, I would, you know, it's 
for as long as from the moment I knew who he was and his name, mm-hmm. I've always wondered why does he talk so much death onto himself? Like he, you can tell he had a dark cloud over him. Um, and just from the way he was speaking, you can tell he had a troubled past. And mm-hmm. I've always felt like, man, there's so much more to this kid than it looks. And to me, it, it looked a little bit scary because he was, remember seeing that video on, on Instagram where he was like shooting his, his music video and he hung himself and he looked like oh, he hung yeah. himself. I remember seeing that video. I'm just like, dude, why? I never saw the video, but I heard about it. I, I feel like he was, he, he was definitely depressed, mental yeah. issues, like all of that was there. But I did see like within the past few months, he pulled back. He got quiet. Yeah. He was doing a bunch of things with kids. Like, so you could tell he was trying to acknowledge the problems that right. he had and yeah. trying to be positive. And I like it seemed like he he was really trying to work on himself mm-hmm. and like i feel like if you know anything about like mentally ill people are like Mental that shit ain't it don't mm-hmm. happen in a few months like we don't know what he was exposed to as a child that like made him you know become the person that he was because when you look at someone who's 20 that's speaking like that it's just like what and, like what dark like what dark hole did you come out of to like you get what i'm saying to he, feel that way to be that way he did communicate i think a few times that he didn't have or imply that he didn't have a lot of people who cared for him mm. yeah i think he like i think i heard him say he had family members who um turned his back on him or he didn't in general, he didn't have a lot of love around him. And mm-hmm. plus, these are kids. And, you know, like, we were, we learned certain lessons growing up. Like, you know, don't do, I think the reason some of uh, some of the young people in our generation are the way they are is because of how they were brought up. Like, I remember growing up, you weren't, a, you, if you, if you, if your mom gave you a bath, put on fresh clothes, and you went outside and got it dirty, that was an issue. But these days, kids are, you know, like, on the internet waving guns. Like, can you mm-hmm. imagine <laughs> being that age and waving guns at your mom's house? She right. would have grabbed that gun and pistol with you. That's. But now it's like, so their norm is completely different. Yeah. You know, what they're doing oh, out on the street, totally it's just totally world. different. And it, if they had a mentor or somebody, you know, like, basically showing them like man this is you shouldn't do this this way Mm -hmm. but until somebody comes in a picture and says that it's just kind of like whatever goes and they're they're an adult Mm -hmm. and right the idea of an adult is to do whatever you and having the power to do whatever you want so and not really processing the repercussion of your action so it's just really sad and it seems like that is talking shit is not it um being reckless is not it it's just not knowing that man this could eventually lead to what I'm speaking or what I'm doing. And I think it's just unfortunate that on record, he has spoken a lot of negativity onto his life. And eventually the the world is seeing him in that light. And people get to say that, yeah, I knew it or, um, yeah, good for you. Like that's, yeah, really messed it's up. just like another thing that hurts my heart is that, that person has millions of fans and I'm pretty sure they are all probably 20 cuz he right <laughs> um and nowadays I see more and more kids like on pills like on on like really hard drugs and mm-hmm. like 
you know, I think about them seeing him lifeless in that car and what that felt like for him. You get what I'm saying? Because, I mean, I always remember when, like, Aaliyah passed away, like, um, seeing that on the news or I don't remember Biggie and Tupac's death because yeah. I was, like, too young. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and like feeling sad about it, never seeing her by never. I only saw right. like I've never saw seen pictures of like the plane crash, but you know, still being fucked up about it, yeah. and still being like, damn, like that was one of my favorite people, and and this was a positive woman, mm-hmm. um, a woman who was like super beautiful, super gorgeous, and just seems like she was like really living out her dreams, right? And then you look at this person who was super dark and depressed and had dark and depressed and i'm pretty sure most of his fans are in a super dark they can relate. depressed world and mm-hmm. yes he's somebody that they can relate to and i just think that it even puts those kids in an even deeper darker place because maybe he gave them light and not so. for nothing most people in this world are followers, especially these kids now. So I'm pretty sure when they saw him like being more positive and shit, they was like, damn, maybe I should have a different outlook right, on life. Maybe right. I should be positive. You get what I'm saying? And then for him and then that happens, to and they pass just kind away of, the way he passed away, I was just like, damn. That's like, not... Yeah, it doesn't... Um, can't up. say that I was a fan. Can't say I really knew much of his music. I know he had a song with Kodak Black that I liked. Mm. I can even roll in peace. I had to take a break from Kodak Black because he said some bullshit. <laughs> um... <laughs> That's another but one. But I can say that, like, my heart just hurt for his family and yeah. for the people who really loved him. And I think, you know, if you're family and you have Instagram, too, like, that's all you're going to see on your popular page. And, like, even, I was just even like, damn, I think I need to take a break from this social media <laughs> shit. Because, you know, it, like, some shit really fuck you up. You get what I'm saying? And you got to be, like. Yeah, you gotta be. You gotta have a lot of self awareness, and you can't just be on social media. And yesterday, had it not been for you know um, Pasha showing me the the video, because mm-hmm. we were, I was just in the studio all day, and you know she took a break, and then she was like, "Oh, this so and so passed," and I don't know why immediately I said Takashi because I just feel like dude is yeah. I was just talking um, about that last week. Yeah, so I was like, and then she showed showed it to me and. I remember a few minutes after she was like, "Man, you if if you don't have anything else going on, you can get lost in this yeah. world. You you really and if yeah, that's just how it works. If you don't have something else taking your attention away, you get even myself sometimes. You know, you get on Instagram, next thing you know, two hours has passed. Listen, by. we're all addicted to social media. <laughs> I don't think there's anybody in this world like if you t- my mama not but why? my mama don't fuck with social media, but, but why, like though? us younger people, we're all we're constantly we constantly need to be updated. We need to know what's going on. Like we're always on our phones. Like if you tell me you're not, I'm gonna look at you and. Yeah. To say you're lying or what the fuck do you do? Because I need to join that train. But literally yesterday, I was like, damn, like. I got to get off of this shit. And it's people out here living fake lives. <laughs> it's people like it's people out here dying. It's people out here doing the most. It can really mess you um, up. Um, it's people out here appropriating our culture every fucking 10 minutes. Too much it's information. It's people out here that picture you sent me where that girl was like nigga. Yeah. That I Italian don't, girl I don't what was understand the picture? It. It, Somebody else, say? somebody, it's a nigga style. Nigga style. So and, and then it was a hashtag. He nigga. sends me a picture of <laughs> this Italian girl, and she she has like a weave ponytail in, 
And I was hoping that was all correct. Huh? I said I was hoping that was lack of autocorrect or something, no, but you know, but then she hashtag. And I guess she what she like, she thought what she had on was like hip hop wear. Imagine and it wasn't even. She listen and she literally her caption said nigga style, and I wrote you back and I was like I'm not surprised like so. So different. when you take all that shit in and then the shit that's going on with the little kids in a concentration and not. The, and the um the little kids that are that have been taken from their parents who got fuck the immigrants what? the people who are here on they don't have their papers and shit oh, okay so they had to send them back but the kids are still here so they got them wrapped up in some fucking or oh, basically saying the kids are Americans because they were born here so they don't get I don't know I gotta so show weird. you pictures like I'm just like between all of this shit. So weird. I'm fucked up. So I cannot weird. see this shit anymore. Yeah. Like, I can't. Like, I can't. Like, I like to get on social media for jokes. <laughs> I like to repost funny shit. Let's get my laughs. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like, or I like to. I'm on here for flash shit. You get, like, I want to see what my favorite celebrities got on. That's the type of shit I'm looking at. Like, right. I ain't trying to go on here and see people die and shit. Dying like, I don't have. It's what? Too much. I don't have the mental capacity. Like, I cannot do it. And another thing is Takashi Six Nine. Like he put up a video and he was just like, "Yo, I know I troll, but you know, I don't understand. after seeing this shit, like it's making me. What did he say? He was like, it's making me um, think about my actions and like. I don't understand. And it's just like, my nigga, it takes somebody for you to die. I don't. Understand. I mean, it takes someone to die for you to realize that. Oh shit. Never forget that there's always someone watching you. Never forget that that one time that you think that you could just go to the store by yourself and buy something, that's when they're like, oh, shit. Right? Boom. Because who would have thought he was, who saw that coming? Who He woke up that day, he, he didn't wake up that day thinking he was going to go out. Right. No, you know, not at and all. you know, I know Takashi Takashi rolls around and say, "Yeah, you know, he went to Chicago." So I mean, you're like, dude, you're you're playing with people who can make your life taking your life a mission. Right? Like, why are you? It's just it's just strange to me. And for him to get back on social media and apologize or say what he said, it's just like you've disrespected so many people. They just you oh, just expected. That's not thing. Them to you, you could be done, but just because you're done, and you have a daughter, huh? you have, and he has a daughter. No, Your daughter could be a target I'm now. You, people want to front for social media until I you know understand. shit hits the fan, and then you realize that one, you was trolling for no reason. You could have just put your music out. People would have been into. I think, like I've listened to his songs. I don't think it's bad. Like, I, do I feel like he's spitting on me? Yes. Like, <laughs> yes. I feel like after he's done, I'm like, oh, my, like I'm my bad. Like, lower your voice, but. The kids like that shit. The kids yeah. like that colorful hair. The kids like those outfits. So I think people would have been in, into him regardless. Yeah. But it's just like he reminds when, me of like Waka Flocka. Remember when Waka Flocka yes. used to go crazy on the track? Mm-hmm. And then there was a time for that music. So you don't have to do like all of that for us. Like when you listen to his music, if you didn't know him, you listen to his music, you're, you, you're going to bump your head at some point in, in, along yeah, the song. Yeah, because he, he has a song called Rondo that I really love. Right. I mean, you can't um, understand half of the that's stuff. That's like one of my favorite saying, gym like, songs. Right, but yeah. It's, just, it's like that hype. He yeah. to me, like I could listen to him while I'm in the gym. Exactly. Because I'm not gonna sit down. Like I'm gonna keep going. Like, but it's just so sad that people think that they have to. That, like, it's so sad that now rappers feel like I need to troll 
to become a celebrity. And it kills me, the ones who have kids. Yeah. Like, you want... But the ones who are taking care of their whole fucking family. The ex have kids? Or how to have have a kid? No. Because your kid now is going to grow up watching you, life, your lifeless body on the internet. For what? Or your nieces and nephews. You know, people close to you who love you. And it's not gonna... No one is... I can't see his family paying the what it takes to get that image or that video off of the internet right Right. because when you have money you can get certain things taken off the internet so if you can't it's it's on there forever Mm -hmm. so you're gonna grow up what happened to my daddy and it's always gonna be there you can always go on googling that's terrible man that's heartbreaking that would mess you up Mm -hmm. for life and then oh now you can go look at archive tweets so imagine like you can go look at all the things like when people was like he brought it upon himself or like lol like good for him or you get what i'm saying like hmm. when you see that it's just like damn and n- nobody loved my father you know like, like all of that stuff kind of builds up and then you low-key become that person you was yeah like, you, you get into some i don't give you in a dark place yeah as well. you can't mm-hmm. go outside and all of a sudden everyone's an enemy and then you start you know gearing that uh, negative energy towards anyone and they give it back to you and now it's, it's an issue it's just like it's terrible and this whole thing is like is a slippery slope it's you know we're humans and humans our fundamental characteristic is relation mm-hmm. that's why humans don't like to be alone most of us don't like being alone and you know it, we're all connected in yeah, some way imagine so being with your thoughts all day that's why people in jail go crazy because you're just Fucked all up. you have is four walls in your thoughts. So, you know. I always it, say that's why people are afraid to like be alone. Like the people who have attachment issues. Because it's just like, if you really yeah. had to sit with yourself all day, you really didn't have nobody. Like you had your friend, yeah, yeah, but you really like. You need, we need each other. Mm-hmm. We are, those are, that's the kind of just people or, or, or um, species we are. We, we need, need to each like other. get through. Yeah. Because otherwise, you, you know, like. Think about animals. They give birth and then they walk away forever. Mm. Can you walk away from your parents? I mean, even if you're not attached to somebody romantically, you're attached to your parents, mm-hmm. your siblings, to somebody. So, and when something happens to you, it's a slippery slope. It's a domino effect. It affects everyone. Right. And unless you're like a lone wolf and no one, no one really cares about you or know you, then, but, you know, that, Yeah. I was like, yo, this world is birth control alone. Like, you know how they say, like, millennials aren't really having kids or whatever. And I know one of the reasons why, like, you know, a lot of us are not making as much money as our parents was Mm. or way back. You know, oh, you know, I feel like now the world is way more expensive. So you can't really afford the shit that you want to afford or um, we're scared to settle down. Like, all of this shit. But I was like, also, seeing how fucked up the kids are under us it's scaring the fuck out of us too because my kid i'm gonna want to raise my kid old school style at home like i'm gonna I'm be like that that street light on bring your ass in or like at I'm, home because imagine going on social media and seeing your kid being bullied or being god forbid knock on wood something happened to them that you you don't uh parents used to get a phone call yeah yeah now you all you gotta do is log on to log on to the internet. These days, like when I hear something happen from someone, I just go on it. I go on Yo, Instagram and you get cous- the whole story. <laughs> one of my cousins, I follow her. We follow each other on Instagram and Snapchat, and she's like in high school. 
So one day I'm on Snapchat and like she, you know the kids they post like just all fucking day, <laughs> and she has a video of her. Tw- one she did it for the dick challenge, mm. and Mm-mm-mm. I think she a calm ninth grade. So you were like abort. I hit her up <laughs> and I was like. This is not how we carry ourselves. Mm-hmm. And, you, like, all my cousins, they think I'm cool. They're mm-hmm. like, she got blonde hair. She she be, she fly. She this, she that. They, they all look up to me. The domino effect. So, I DM her, and I'm like, hello, what's for the dick, for the nothing? Take this down. You, like, what, what, what are you talking about? And she's like, uh, LOL, sorry. Because I'm like, nah, bitch, ain't uh, no sorry. I'm like, this is not how you carry yourself. At all, I, I like I don't care if she fucking or not. Keep your business to yourself. Like don't like just because you see grown women doing for the dick challenge, don't do that shit. <laughs> like what? Like and the shit really? I was just like this, this bit. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And, and the, then the fact that she didn't think about it twice. Yo, and then another thing, and I was like, yo. Next time you do something, I'm gonna tell your father. Mm. Mind you, I'm not on Snapchat a lot. Right. So I might see what she posts, I might not. Right. But this was this was like a, a year ago. So then she posted a video of her twerking to a Jamaican song that's very sexual. Mm. And I said, My gal. Yeah. <laughs> Just control all the lead of the page. You know. <laughs> yeah, that's what the fuck is wrong? I'm like and I could tell, like, I, I already know what her type is. Mm. Like I already know what type of like I know she's seeking attention. I know that's what she wants. Like she hasn't gotten like you know when you're that age, you haven't really fully gotten to, into your looks yet. Like, yeah. well, you know, now they're wearing she's not wearing makeup. She's not looking like most of the girls who that um she's not she's not out here Kylie generating it no, up right yet she right. hasn't gotten there yet right so I could tell she's kind of like seeking attention and mm. it's fucking killing me in the worst because way. I had to be like again oh really it take this shit fucking down like like I'm like bro like do you know what you're portraying on here I'm like this is not. This is not what we do. I'm like, you You love me, right? You think I'm fly. You think I'm the bomb. I said, I don't twerk on social media. I right. don't do a further dick challenge. I don't do that. And niggas still like me. Right. You get what I'm saying? Right. They're going to like you regardless. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. I don't, you don't have to do all of that. They come. Chill out. And I never told her parents and... Everyone was like, you should have told her parents, you should have told her parents, you should have told her parents. Um, but I didn't because I didn't want to be a snitch. Right. But then sometimes I'm like, damn, I should have told her parents. But I wanted to knock out myself. Like That's a tough, It's I think damn, that's a tough decision. I, because it's like, you can tell her parents and then you're not guaranteed to, it's not guaranteed to stop. One or two things I feel like will happen. She's either going to feel some way about you or mm. she's going to... And I feel like for a woman or, for, you know, for a girl, it's it could be, you know, because, again, you said she's trying to find herself. It's like, what do you I really... I just think she wants attention. 
I think she and also her body is very developed. She has curves. I want to And I'm, huh? I'm, a, I'm on a daughter but now I'm like And mm-hmm. like she, she for a ninth grader she has a very developed body, which is another reason why I'm like, girl. Uh-huh. Like first of all these men are going to sexualize you anyways mm-hmm. because of your body. Right. So it's like pull it back and I don't know. That shit just... Oh, she pissed me off. Because I was like, bro, you trying to be a hoe? Like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, did my she, nigga, you and not... She really did it for the dick challenge. Yeah. Who... Everybody did for the dick challenge. Is you crazy? Everybody did. I was like, bro, if I told your father... Especially the celebrities did it. If I told your father, like, yeah. he would beat... Mm. Supreme spice. So, I know now she's mad hype because I don't... Oh, she blocked me. There you go. See? One or the other. She blocked me for a minute. And... Did you talk then, to her about that? Not. I ain't even noticed. Oh. Because... And now I really don't get... But then I, she followed me again. Like, randomly. So I was like, oh, this little bitch blocked me. Like, this, bitch, <laughs> like, this little bitch thinks she's smarter than me. All right, cool. So then she added me again. And everything... Again, I don't get on Snapchat anymore, especially since Instagram has Insta stories. It's like, my nigga, I can't do both. Yeah. I do one or the other. I don't know. And how once, do both. once they did the update, I was like, fuck out of here. So I know she's happy about that because I don't see uh, it. And I, I, her father follows her on Instagram, so she can't do the shit that she does on Snapchat. It's lit on Snapchat. Um, but I was like, well, you know what it is? Like, to have to. W- to have to make sure your kids is good, like, hmm. all during the day. And, you know, make sure they're fed. Make sure they're clothed. Make sure they get to school on time. Make sure they get to tutoring. Make sure they get to um, whatever sport they play. But then to also have to check their social media is another job in itself. I don't know if I got that type of energy. You can't. Not for these little motherfuckers. Yeah. I don't think I got it. Because they're outside of the house most of part of the day, right? At school yeah. and doing. And they got cell phones. They got iPhones. Who the fuck you talking to? I don't know why people give their babies a, a, a cell phone. And maybe one-year-olds know how to use an iPad better than you us. You know, you got to get your corny. You got to get your kid the corny phones. You got to get them Nokia. You can't get them iPhones. Get them a flip phone. The like, flip let phone. them know who's the adult. With the, with, the, like, with the black and white screen. Exactly. Get them something bullshit. Get them something that they can only play Snake on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shit like that. Like. I give a beeper that, like, like that's beep what, me. A beeper. <laughs> a beeper. <laughs> I had a beeper. And I got taken that away. That was the beginning. Because the song that was on my answer phone, on my machine. Yeah, the Yin Yang Twins. <laughs> no, it was a song by Nelly and the St. Lunatics because I, I was living oh, in St. Louis. Oh, shake it tell, And it was about a girl like bending over or something like that. And my stepdad was like. Yeah, nah. That's a dub and took that shit, threw it away, and that was th- uh-uh. that's a per- perfect com- uh, comparison of before and now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just put it. I was just like, oh, I love this song. <laughs> like, I, don't get me wrong. Like, I knew the song was sexual, but I was just like, Some one, good, I'm yeah. not like it's just a song. Yeah, that's number one. For two, I never thought the nigga was gonna call me on my beeper. Like, why are you call- like what? 
And yeah, he took that shit away. He was like, girl, is you crazy? <laughs> I was like, I think I am. <laughs> um I pushed it, yeah. But I, I couldn't I couldn't imagine doing the foot of dick challenge back then. Mm. Or twerking and putting it on Snapchat. She thought she was so sexy. I was like, who knows who could you know and older men like to prey on like who like young girls like oh, they yeah. like shit like that especially like the type of body she has oh yeah oh please and 19 and is a new 25 right like she wants attention so bad yeah. so you get what i'm saying so when you want attention so bad whoever gives it to you first you're just gonna go to them yeah and yeah it's just the era of attention i mean yeah i remember when i used to sit in the back of the class because I didn't want I'm good but mm-hmm. now it's like or kids used to stand in the back of the class nobody no one wants to nobody answer wanted to be in the front. no one wants to answer the math problem Facts. or nobody wanted to be called now everybody wants attention what's what's so backwards now so funny yeah I'm good with that with, with the attention and I think I think the ages of like 18 to like 23 is just on fire right now just doing just going nuts just going just doing everything that and it's like i don't know maybe i don't know maybe but they're selling the supermarket too like what's what they put in their food because a lot of these these kids don't look their age and i don't know i remember you where you could tell a 14 year old from a 12 year old of course now it's like Oh yeah! I, wow. You're like, you, you, you don't even have a a, 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 a an ID. You you're doing for the dick challenge. It's, Agreed. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. All right. Um. So yeah, R.I.P. XXX. Yeah. Uh, pray for his family. Like, if you don't fuck with him, just think about his family. And like, I hope as tragic as that story is, I just hope it's a reflection, or it helps people out there like kids out there just kind of bring the awareness awareness back like it's real it's yeah, like, like there's so much negativity going on and you know it's just kind of it's overshadowing the positivity and i think if every, everybody just tried to contribute some kind of positivity daily mm-hmm. the world might be a better place of course yeah always nobody's gonna come after you and try to i mean what get it but isn't it weird that you have somebody like Takashi, who's been purposely trolling people, and then you have somebody like X, who seems like he was trying to get his shit together, and he was never a troll to begin with, right? Um, Isn't that that's all, that's real weird like to me? That. That's weird to me. It's always like that. That's strange. The villain lives on in the sense, and it takes, you know. Someone who's trying to work on the their, their better self, right. who was pro- who was the villain at first, but was just like this shit ain't cool. Like I need to better my life, you know, um, self reflect, handle my personal issues, and try to move forward. Um, yeah, it's usually the person that ends up sacrifice going. of the lamb. Mm-hmm. So shit is sad. Like I just hope that we all remember that. Like we're all humans at the end of the day. I think we forget sometimes. um, I really think I really do think that people forget that we're human. Yeah. In all aspect of humanity, I really think so. And that we're shifting, or we're there's a there's a divide, or um, what's the word? 
people are it's just less people are just less human these days mm-hmm. you know like the things they say the things they do the things they the way people act you just you ever just like wonder if you're the only sane person in the room mm-hmm. or you're the only one who thinks what's currently going on in the room is fucked up and nobody else just seems right. to you know a lot of people don't say things don't you know they don't voice what they what they see also so that kind of right so there is that there are two different um uh uh demographic here you have the people who would just watch and then you have the people who are going to be the loudest person in the room Mm -hmm. and we just have two extremes so when something happens there's nobody coming to say like why are you recording this right because you could you could see somebody and say hey why are you recording this right now my nigga put your phone down yeah Mm -hmm. but you don't you just see both the both sides are too extreme and it's just like i don't know when that's gonna happen yeah yeah heartbreaking um jay-z and beyonce put out a new album i listen Okay. Let me just say I wasn't gonna listen to this album, but Lauren said I had to, and so yes, I did. Um, I was in my listening to the Joe Budden podcast as of late. Um, he said something that I completely related to, and I noticed um, that when music comes come out, a lot of people listen to hate it, mm. or ha- they listen to uh, the um, criticize criticize it. Yeah. Um, and also, sometimes like you can receive the music differently just because of the hype around it or what's going on just at the time where everybody's like, "Oh yeah, this is super awesome. This is hype." You know what? I digress really quick. One thing I've always hated. And I remember back in the day, um, like you're walking to the movies and somebody comes out of the movie and they're like, "Man, this movie oh, was whack." Yeah, yeah. I used to hate that with a passion. Like, why would you decide for all of us? And they would say, "Don't go watch it. Why are you deciding for us?" Like you're not, you don't do this for a living. Like right. you don't know how. And I would go in there and watch that movie and think it was the best movie I ever, wa- the best movie I ever watched, mm-hmm. just because what you picked, what I picked up from it. Exactly. You might go in trying to watch an action movie, and I might go in trying to learn something from it. And I feel like it's the, it's like that with music now. And sometimes like you know somebody will release an album and i won't listen to it for like a week and i will listen to it um a week after and i might like it i might not or i will listen to it the day it comes out i might hate it and then a month later it just pops up and i'm like oh this is actually pretty dope Mm -hmm. and i'll keep listening so like i feel like hmm jmb and i have to say that i can i think it's funny that people are saying that uh beyonce is pushing (laughs) jay on to us oh (laughs) on to her fans because I feel like sometimes it just it looks for sometimes it's it's you know it's it's fine um and I have to say though the um, what's the, what's the one that I think it's ape shit the, the, ape the video shit. yeah that's just so fly I watched it I don't there's something missing I feel like they at the what I feel like Jay swag is just like and I mean you know me I don't have I make suits for a living, mm-hmm. but I feel like they push certain parts of the outfits. Like Beyonce is Beyonce; she's going to go to ten. Women's wear is a different story, but I feel like they didn't get me with the wardrobe. Maybe I would watch it down the road and appreciate it, but I feel like they didn't get me with Jay's wardrobe. And there's something about him just kind of like standing there. That's just like I don't know. 
I felt like that was more of a Beyonce video than it was a Jay Z oh, video. Oh, everything's about well, Beyonce. Right, right. Let's, let's be yeah, honest. You know better than I. I can't tell you I remember anything Jay Z wore, but I could tell you <laughs> when Beyonce <laughs> had on that MCM bodysuit <laughs> with the coat, them Burberry fucking leggings with the bra. I'm looking for that light. They um, killed her whole wardrobe for that, for that. When she had on that Versace get up, I don't give a fuck what Jay Z wore. To me, Jay Z. When Jay-Z's next to Beyonce, Jay-Z is an accessory, okay? Right? Jay-Z is a pinky ring, okay? No. Isn't that is funny? Be- In the song, he was like, it's Beyonce, nigga. And I was like, yes. <laughs> yeah, like the way he said it was just like, you know who the fuck this is? Like, this, like, And I was just like, yes. And I feel that way when they're standing next to each other. When I see Jay-Z, I'm like, this Beyonce, nigga. Like, do you know who you fucking married to? Um... Yes, I. If, I was happy you, for you though because I remember you. I, I was watching the um, listening to your podcast. You're like, man, if, if Beyonce doesn't come up with a new album, I'm like, yeah, I'm disowning her. And then, I wasn't disowning her. Yeah. I just, I'm, I wasn't going to the concert. You get what I'm saying? Because you're not gonna perform this shit since 1986 and think I'm still gonna. Yeah. You like? Yeah. She's gonna kill. I'm the- a fan. But I ain't a crackhead fan. You get what I'm saying? Like, I know what's right and what's wrong, bro. You're not going to set me up for that shit. Fuck out of here. <laughs> like, um, because that $400 I'm spending on your ticket, you get what I'm saying? Like, I could go yeah, that's and buy fact. something really nice in yeah. this sale season. Yeah. So I could really rack up. Yeah. So don't play with me. Um, so I'm happy that they released this joint album. That's like a that's like a true fan perspective though. You're like, yeah, I'm I fuck with you, but if you're not giving me anything new, yeah, you can't scam me, bro. Yeah. I done seen Beyonce perform three times. Yeah, and I know I, I know the dances. But, like I know what she like. If I'm not gonna feel surprised at any point, what's the yeah. point of me going? Yeah. Like, I don't want to say I was just there to be there. Like that's cool and all, but you can watch nah. it on social media. And, like I gotta yeah. pay for rent. Like yeah. I don't. You get like. <laughs> <laughs> I got real things to do. It's summertime. You know how that electricity bill get. Yeah. Yeah. So if I'm going to put money to the side for you, Beyonce, yeah. I need it. And not just new outfits. If I'm going to sacrifice Not this. just a new wig. Yeah. Not just a new fan yeah. to blow your wig. Yeah. I new need. Fans, they do. I don't know I the kind like, of fan they, they, they Beyonce uses for her video, her photo shoots. But man, that, that fan is. Yeah. yeah I'm like. Do her dancers even practice anymore? Because if you've been doing the same shit. Right. And I know a lot of her dancers are the same dance she's had since forever. I'd be like, sis, don't call me for this practice. <laughs> like, my nigga. <laughs> what you calling me for? Why well, I got to come in today? <laughs> we in Paris. The concert is in two days. Can I please enjoy myself? You really think I need to practice this? But you know, nah, what I was bro. wondering how about I was wondering if there were people who were kind of feeling the, the, the way you're feeling and didn't buy didn't buy tickets to like her first because she did a couple of show or one show before she released the album, right? But what I was thinking is, I think it made sense for her to do that because she's overseas. So you know, mm, okay, celebrities only go overseas to perform like once every two years. So oh, okay. they probably didn't get that leg. They probably never got that leg of the tour. Even though oh, it still okay. sucks. Okay. Um, like I get that because it's at the end of the day, it's like I still want new shit. But they 
those places that they went to, they probably have yet to get the on the run tour. I see. Um, so I think that's why they made that decision. Even though I would still be kind of pissed because yeah. at the end of the day, I want the new you. Right. Like I can give a fuck about this old shit. Like give me you. You know what I'm saying? Especially yeah. you know all them other fans, they speaking different languages and shit. Like my nigga, right? <laughs> I'm tight. Like, <laughs> um. But she's gonna kill the choreography for this because oh, the beat goes. I cannot yeah. wait. I th- the album to me. I was describing it to someone today. I was like, the album to me makes me wanna make more money, mm. fall in love. She's vulgar have these kids, days, and be in fly shit all while doing all of those things. Mm. Like that's what it makes me wanna do. Like it, it, it's just like it's so beautiful. Like from the. Be- there's like two songs that I'm like, y'all could have left this off, but it's cool. Y'all needed, y'all need a little intermission. Y'all needed. Some, I love it. Y'all need to just throw some shit in there. I right, cool. Okay, for real, we see you, but we don't need you. You know what I'm saying? Um, Maybe but, get blew a track by herself. Yeah, they should have get blew a track by herself. Well, she was at the end of a song. She was. Uh huh. Oh, I'm still she listening. Was like, shouted out her sibling. Um. She's gonna be so bougie. But I thought overall, like, I never, I guess I never really thought what I would get out of a Jay Z and, and Beyonce, Beyonce album. Yeah. But I like what they're talking about. Yeah. And I wasn't, I can't say I'm the biggest Jay Z fan. I listen to him. I know his popular song. I know his songs by default because he's Jay Z. It's gonna play on the radio. Like, I, I didn't really give 444 too much of a, too many plays. So I was like, Mm, sounds like my dad is out here rapping. I mean, granted, my dad is not Jay Z, but it was a little. It was, it was very grown man, yeah. and um, I listening to that. But he had um, been talking about the same things for a while, though. Yeah, and that too, and yeah, I wasn't. I just, I didn't, just didn't really listen. I probably listened to it like one time, and I was like, okay, that. Four four forty four. I love four forty four. I, I know think. people who are like this is yeah. amazing, and I also know other people that are just like it's cool, but I'm not there yet in yeah. my like in my mental in my mind, so I, I can't connect with it. I think because there's just like because information just comes and goes very quickly. Mm-hmm. I think if you don't absorb that now, you might not later. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying, and I think he released it at a perfect time, um, in music, in his career, in everything, um, especially for the generation because the the next generation because they're heading straight for the cliff, mm-hmm. and they didn't get it still, uh, but they might look back and listen to it in the future, mm-hmm. but I don't know if it's gonna resonate the same. No, because they want to hear their favorite crackhead rap. Right, right. Um, no, but you know what? I loved Magna Carta, Holy Grail. Like, the album he did before that. I don't know if it was because the beats were like, it was just very... Magna were hard. Like, I listened to it from beginning to the end. Magna were hard. Um, I and, loved that album. Yeah. Like, I, and but, I feel like Magna was more entertaining than it was. Yes. Yeah, and it was. I think it was meant to be... Magna was more of his creative mm-hmm. um, body of work, and I four 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 was him like really penning and really like giving us some gems. And 
he was saying that he gave us some gems, gems, and I believe he did. Like he did. Yeah. The other definitely. day, uh, a friend of mine was putting me on to like things people do to get money and keep money, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I can't imagine us having this conversation unless we heard it from somewhere else like unless i bring it into a conversation with my, with my friends mm-hmm. we would never know that like it was i'll i'll tell you what it is um but it's like why didn't i think of that and i feel like he's on the level where he's talking to those people mm-hmm. and if we don't get that information now it might it might just roll past us okay. but i get the fact that the, the power to relate is a thing so if you can't relate it relate it is what it is but i feel like it, his, that album was very intentional um and also leading up to this album he just released with beyonce it just kind of go hand in hand mm-hmm. and uh, beyonce is talking about almost the same thing but it's more in an entertainment kind of way because she's more of an entertainer um i think the last time you probably heard beyonce drop like gems where you were like man let me listen to this was the time she released that documentary um oh, eliminate yeah mm-hmm. so outside of that it's entertaining but you have to kind of listen to get some gems that she's dropping uh and i feel like this album was their album like this is for them late after everything they went through and stuff like that and what you just said about jay-z not being a fan of jay-z but knowing his song that's how i feel about beyonce i respect her as um an artist i think she's incredibly talented um no it's it's fascinating to see that there's no one even just like on that or two levels below her it's she's just like in another world right three hours and not be like (gasps) could that's me um but yeah she's killing the game and um yeah i but i'm still listening i like it the production is perfect you know it's jay-z and and beyonce but i'm listening and so far i'm entertained more than i'm i don't know but that's just me like i probably listened to 444 before i listened to this oh yeah i think they're definitely saying some real shit yeah in the because jay-z has this part where he like shouts out black woman and i think it's so beautiful i have to find it um on one of the songs and i'm like oh this is so beautiful where he he just like black woman thanks for giving us love it's just so nice but and i bet there's some people out there who probably didn't hear that or feel like eh, not yet i feel like (laughs) i caught all of the i love the song love happy where they're kind of telling you about like where they are at now in their relationship like okay we went through this shit but this is where we we're at now like we we're over that hill we got married again we are um now it's just all about love and we are stronger than ever and i think i just think it's beautiful to see like two black people especially people on their levels like you know in a sense like i know we kind of have this culture where it's just like leave him leave him and i'm first to say that or leave her leave her like if some fucked up shit go on like just leave the per- like the cancel culture yeah but i think it's beautiful when people 
work it out in a sense of like going to therapy and like like really working on themselves separately and then on themselves together. Yeah, you got to be really strong for that. I feel, mm-hmm. and you got to have like a bond that's just I don't know. I just feel like you have to be really strong and confident in yourself, one, and trust each other, but. Right, it's like any other time you you have that relationship until there's a road, there's a bump in in, in the road, and then yeah, you don't know you that tested. that's what y'all have until yeah, yep, that's when that's you true. get tested. And if you can, you know, of course, sometimes I don't take anything away from anyone who is in a situation where they feel like I can't bear this and I have to go. Mm-hmm. But I can also respect people who like can work it out and keep going because if you can. It adds time to the time that you're together. It just makes you stronger. Uh, so that's yeah, that's commendable. And you just need a whole lot of strength to do stuff to to do that, especially in our culture, because we were born oh, hurt. <laughs> we yeah. we came up hurt, so you know, like, and we're still learning about our strengths, especially when it comes to men and women in our community. It's like yeah, it's, there's well, a we still there, got there's so, so many much. challenges longer to go but i do think when i see things like that it's just like it for me personally it just like it makes me love and appreciate black love even like that much more to see like just it's just like we go through so much as people and um what was that line that we were talking about when she was like but love is stronger than pain right love is deeper than pain and right. i was just like like that's one of the things that stuck with me because i was like yeah like you gotta feel that to love, say something like that love is so universal yeah. and love i feel like love is the only thing everybody truly i'm not gonna say understands but it's the one thing that i feel like everybody on earth wants at some point in your time at some point um in your life mm-hmm. Agreed. you know Love is definitely what most people, like, really, really long for. And if a lot of us got that, you know, this world wouldn't be as fucked up as it is. And and, so. that, and that's, that is what is missing. I think I finally understand um, Martin Luther King now. Because, right, you have Martin Luther King, and then you have somebody like Malcolm X. Was like yeah, let's 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 put in some hurt, and Malcolm, um, I mean uh, Martin Luther King was like yeah, no violence, and again that's coming from a place of strength, mm. because that's true. We do have we are strong, but I think we underestimate how strong how um, intellectually strong stronger we can be, right? Um, and you see, for instance, out in the world, you see. It it one of the things for me that's more difficult than to watch. So when we we're talking about social media earlier, mm-hmm. watching somebody get killed on social media um, these days is a lot. It's it's less harder to watch than watching a black man struggle with the police physically because they are like. The way they get beat down, the way they get Ah. their power is stripped away from them. It's just so hard to watch. Mm -hmm. And I always say they already have the upper hand on us. You could be I I think it was earlier this week I watched a young man overpower three cops. Oh yeah. And he was on his back. That is strength. We we got that down pack. Mm -hmm. What we're missing and what's killing us is up here. 
and that's what's not expected from us and i think what he was trying to say is use your head because they're not expecting it. i mean that's like the fundamental call of court of war you uh, you put in what your opponent isn't ready for mm-hmm they expect us to pull us to pull guns out. They expect us to um, um, relationship to leave or to to. It's it's already expected to do the physical. The mental is still like they don't expect us to embrace. Exactly, they don't mm-hmm. expect us to use our head, and it's just like yeah, to be calm. Yeah, you know and what I'm saying. When you do that, you end up dying because oh shit. I thought you had something in your pocket. You were just trying to. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, Mm-hmm. Right, and there there is that too. We we get, but it's like, at least when something happens where we did what we could do right, no one can say that you were, you know, that you, that allegedly uh, put in pain or you did something to offend someone. It's just like, it sucks to, for them to say oh yeah you assaulted me or you resisted or you did this or you did that just that's why i have this excuse I feel like to if come you back. cough you resisted like, right um and i just you know maybe we need to be better educated in what we need to do when you're in the poli- I, don't in, 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 will, in, I don't think anything that we do will ever be right to them i think people have done the right thing right. time and time again like you like let's take it back to Philando Castile right um hopefully I'm saying his name right yeah but he told the police officer hey you want me to give you I guess my license and registration but it's over here I'm reaching for it but I also want you to know I have a gun but I also have a license to carry and still got shot right um I see people all the time already handcuffs with their hands behind their back and the police are still bashing their head in on the concrete yeah. or still kicking them. Yeah. I saw a motherfucker do a WWE move on somebody's head. Mind you, this person was in handcuffs just laying down on the ground. And that's, you know, a cop just a runs and just boom. So I, I think in that matter, um, that's hard I don't think anybody could ever train us. I truly do think that there is a war against us. And I truly do think Definitely. that these people... When it comes to the cops, they think they could do whatever the fuck they want to do. And that's that's just it. Yeah, I don't think no type of trick. I think we could do all that we want to do. These motherfuckers is still going to keep it, keep doing it. Well, Because we've seen people do the right thing. Yeah, I mean, I, never say never. Um, I can't say that, you know, we could, there's this thing that we, uh, there's a way to, it can't be done overnight. That's one. Um, and we can never say never. These However, need training. we need to, we, it would be nice if it would be nice to have the upper hand for once, you know what no, I mean? You like, don't need training. You want to know why? I'm sorry. No, I'm saying the upper hand to just have no. the upper hand sometimes. The thing about it is, we will never. And I just want to, because when you think of, like, I always say, these white men wreak havoc on the world and they're still able to come out and handcuff. You can't tell me a motherfucker could go into school and shoot up 20 people and you don't go in there with your gun ready to kill. But somebody who's just it is selling it, cigarettes on the side. You get what I'm saying? It's like clearly someone, what it looks like. People, Yeah, so people who are just doing these things and the cops are, like, can't, like, they just kill them off bat. But these motherfuckers, these white people be doing all this crazy shit and they still make it out in handcuffs. Mm-hmm. So... You know, 
I don't know. So, you know, there are things like um when I say when I say I wish we could have the upper hand, it's so much more than being in a position or uh being in front of a cop and knowing what to do and what not to do. Um, think about our community, for example. I think if we had more, if we were more of a tight-knit community, it would be, there would be a more scare among cops. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we, we can't, we need to be in a situation where we can be infiltrated. We need to be in our own communities. That's a fact. With our own police. And our own, like, it, it would have to be a situation like that. Like, like how the Jews have their own everything. Uh-huh. That's what, what we would have to do. Right. And, and we like, need to, because the, the, you know, white people have that. They have, you know, it's like, there are certain neighborhoods where you can't, you, you Chinatown? can. Chinatown? You can, there are certain neighborhoods that you can't, if you drive through that neighborhood and you honk your horn, you will, you might get arrested or you will get a ticket. You know why? Because the people who live there and pay those property taxes have gotten together, had a meeting with whoever they need to have a meeting with and said, there's nobody, no one is going to drive through this neighborhood blasting music or honking their horn because that's not what we're paying for. Mm-hmm. Where I live in front of my house, there's there's a party almost every other day and dudes pull up with their you know they they have their cars i enjoy some of that music but there's some time where it's like come on you know and i feel like we need to be in a position where we can call the shots and together mm-hmm. because right we can't really do anything on our own and i feel like what if we can get to the position where we can call the shots first love each other right of course and cherish our lives more i really feel like if we loved each other more there would be a that it would scare someone else to take our lives or if you knew the consequences yeah you know it's like like true like, consequences don't touch my you know don't think it's okay for you to touch my brother because i am my brother's keeper you know kind of like that they need to feel that love from a hundred miles away and come correct you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and i feel like that's missing in our community you know and we just like you said love we need love and we just need to love each other more call each other brothers call each other sister treat each other like sisters and brothers mm-hmm. and just preserve the black life embrace us like like yeah yeah and i think that's where we start and um we we, we are we are currently at a disadvantage and it's and we shouldn't be. We're disadvantaged what we shouldn't be because there are a lot of smart, intelligent black men and women who are changing things every day. But then again, we don't know so many of those people. Well, I mean, there's like your Angela Rise and right. who was this like? I live for her. Um, but can you go outside and put together a group of ten black men and women and? Say, oh, do you know who this person is and what they're doing? What a lot of people know who Angela Rye is, but she's she's on CNN too. Ubiquitously, huh? Ubiquitously, like like you can go anywhere and and say that name, and anyone knows who that is I and will, what I, they're contributing to. You don't to. know who Angela, at least Angela Rye. She's one of the newer people, right? If you don't know that, I'm kind of side eyeing you, especially with all that she's doing for the black community. I'm definitely like, or Maxine Waters, right? There, there are people who don't know or I mean, don't even care John for that. Legend. Like, 
bust his ass for like even Chris Teigen tries so hard. It's like right. So it, it's just we, we just need more unity and more love. Yeah, and that brings it back to what we were talking about um, as far as relationship goes. And I think those things transpired from you know a man and a man and a woman who are in a relationship to our community because i mean that the the community consists of those two right mm-hmm. and if that could if that gets better eventually i think it'll transpire and you know we'll start getting into a a better uh we'll be we'll just be more united mm-hmm. you know and if we can do things united we can fix things um one person can't protest all the time and say yeah i don't like this i want to change this and i think like as far as like i like the neighborhood police policing and stuff like that that's a start yeah it is a start that is a start it's like call me yeah don't call <laughs> the police so and so who has know. no idea what to expect yeah you have to have someone who knows how to diffuse situations yeah it could be like okay right you know let's go to our, let's have our little court session what you guys say? What you guys say? Yeah. Okay. What's the happy medium? Yeah. How can we move further? And that has been going on forever in, you know, other, in a privileged neighborhood. That's what they do. They get together and they say, yeah, this is not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a pothole in the street? Yeah, no. We need that gone by next week. And it gets gone. Right. That's how, you know, and up until I learned that, I didn't know that that was a thing. So that's why I say, like, we're we're missing there's information missing that we just don't know we don't know that we have the power to um say that we want cleaner streets we have the power to say we want more security in these streets and we don't want our women being jumped at night blah 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 we have the power to change that mm-hmm. but that's not what's going on and it's getting I away from us i think it's more so harder to do that possibly in a place like new york with apartment buildings than like actual because i think about like i've lived in texas i've lived in north carolina i lived in georgia to me it's easier to do it in communities like that you think so why would you say yeah, it's, it's more challenging <laughs> than you bless you excuse me it's um it's like more of I don't know, because I guess in an apartment you're you're super you're closer than you are in the house, like you're but, literally on top of one another. Right, but you're paying for that square that square footage. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It's like I I never understood why people um, like you know you go in certain buildings or you can smell pee in the elevator. I'm in the elevator Yo. every day. My rent pays for this to be clean. If the if it's not being clean, where's the money going? And in my building, I raise hell every day. Oh really? Good. I don't let I don't let that slide because I know the value of what I'm. I understand that I'm paying for something, uh-huh. and I expect something back. But there are a lot of people who are just we're just dishing out money. We're not claiming what we're paying for. And so when you live in a neighborhood where you're paying, you are paying that property tax, but they're not fixing the potholes. They're not making the street safer. I feel like there's a lot of issues with New York buildings because and. My grandma's building, there'd be people pissing in the hallways. Right. Um, people just leave food out. Right. I'm like... That is your neighborhood. I'm like... We live in New York. Like, New York is already infested in general. I don't care what nobody... Like, everywhere in New York is infested. Right. 
The last thing you want to do is leave a piece of chicken on the stair for for one of these little motherfuckers to really show the fuck out with their cousins. And having they being and and having more babies and all like that's what roaches do. And I'm that's just like going on. and we be begging my we be telling my my grandmother like yo we will put you in a brand new apartment we will and she you know she's a little older so yeah. she's always just like nah you ain't gonna get me out of here yeah, she likes what she likes. But then it's also, but then it's just like, yo. Yeah, it's true. I didn't, and I, I didn't always know that. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I hadn't always been, you know, had had the, that point of perspective. But when I did, and I started seeing, voicing my, oh, I'd be cursing my building oh, out, and oh, it's a, it's a new building. Oh, so I'd be like, I know they can't. My lease is up. I get a kick out of that. My lease is up in. Oh, me too. My lease is up in three months, but I didn't read them so good so I, I get many a kick times. Out of that. Last time I had beef with with something in my my apartment or um, something happened and I couldn't. People play with your time a lot, and it's something that oh, happens. Super late. Like people, like you tell somebody to do something and they don't do it. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm paying for the service. I'm asking you to fix this thing, and I have to ask you twice. Why? You don't ask me for the rent twice. I always say that. So, oh, you got always bring yeah. the rent. So I was like, okay. So I ended up send, sending an email to the president of the 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 who owns that that you know the those three buildings. Mm-hmm. I got three calls the next day asking when when can I come over and fix where you need to fix. And that's what I'm talking about. You gotta I pop have the t- trunk on people. People don't respect you when you just like, hey, like I have this issue. Can you please come through? Oh. Oh, let me see what I can do. Let me get back to you. Nah, when you pop the trunk on niggas, mm-hmm. niggas pull up. Like, and it, and it's not you know it's not always about me. And you don't even have to be loud. You just have to say. I always pop the trunk because them motherfuckers just, be playing <laughs> with me. You and just, I don't like. You them. just have to say I'm aware, and I know my value, and I know that this is what I'm worth. Give it to me, and they'll give it to you. And that's what I mean. Like we have to start standing standing up, and I, that's where it starts. Mm-hmm. Clean up my neighborhood. No, see, in my building, I had to pop the trunk on them. Of course. Because I tried being nice. Right. Like, I, yo, it's been so many times, like, I've needed them to fix something, and I've made it clear, hey, I have to go to work. Right. I am going into work late for you to come do this. <laughs> and they won't. You know, can you please, like, can you please yo. give me an exact time that this person will be here? Because I just really, you know, I have to leave. And th- is this going to take only th- only 30 minutes, right? Okay, cool. That's how I'm planning my day. All right, I'm going to go in the office late. And then it's an hour later. And you got to. Be- I remember one time I went off on a person. I was like. I literally asked you, like, because we we use WhatsApp, mm-hmm. um, and then we use our online system too. But mm-hmm. when the person is coming, like, we text each other. So I li- I was like, hey, I confirmed with you the other day, right? And I told I said you you're at work, I'm not, uh, right? <laughs> I said I have to pay this rent, so I need to be at work. I was like, but I can't be, I can't tell my job, hey, and I have a chill job. I just like to give them hell. No, I was like, you I good. can't. Tell my job that I'm coming in at this time or I'm working from home until this time right. and y'all have me at home for an extra hour. But like I then I'm, that's ooh. making you look bad because you giving you giving somebody else your word and say, hey, I'm going to take the time to do this. I'm mm-hmm. going to be here. And then this person doesn't sh- do what they're supposed to do. So that turns into a domino effect. And then you look bad. That's and that's what I'm talking about. It's always going to be a reflection on us. 
closed mouths don't get fed. I agree. So until we say, all right, everybody pulled up the chair. This is what we're doing. And we're all sitting at that table and saying, this is what we're doing. This is how we're moving forward. It's not going to get done. And it's just going to be swept under the rug. And we're going to be, we're living in filth. People are treating Ugh. us like you expect somebody to, you expect, you live in filth. And you expect somebody to treat you better than what you don't have the audacity to clean for yourself. You're hustling backwards. Mm-hmm. It just it always is going to start with us. So we just have to we have to get smarter and we have to understand that we are present. Like we're here. Like look at me. I'm here. I'm respect me. Respect how my mind works. Respect what I'm paying out of pocket. The hard work I'm putting in. But you know what else I'm thinking? Not to cut you off. Why piss in a hallway when you live in the building and you could just go piss in your apartment? Because the reflect that's how you feel about well, yourself. Well, why would you just pee in your hallway? I never understood that. That is that was that's where you, you see yourself. The, you in the building to go to go to your apartment. You don't just want to take a piss when you get to your crib? That's how you see yourself. I actually feel like that's some New York shit though. Because I didn't live I didn't live like everywhere. And let me tell you. Okay, not in buildings. Only live in houses. Right. But even if you see somebody like pissing by a tree or something, right, you still want to pop the trunk. Like, exactly. Still, like, excuse me, excuse me. Right. Nah, not this tree. Because you paying that hefty mortgage. That, that tree that you hefty purchased. Mortgage. Go piss on that tree. <laughs> Don't piss on this tree. Um. And a, and a lot of you know and you know there's this thing as far as like a low income housing goes. I know that in certain community, you know, it, it people feel like, yeah, I'm paying five hundred dollars for it, right? And I've been saying for a while, these new buildings that they're building, where they're, you know, people are still paying like um, low income housing, but the building looks all nice. Those are the new projects. I strongly oh, feel like course. there's going to come a time where they've moved all these people to these new buildings, and they're gonna turn project buildings into luxury, closed gate community. Now? Cause they're like, yeah, you guys are sitting on a bunch of land and you're pissing on it. So exactly. it's time. And then when you go into these building now, it's the same behavior. And you're thinking, yeah, I'm paying five hundred dollars for rent, and you spend money on everything else. But you're getting, look where you live, look where the food you're eating, look how they're treating you. Their c- cops are rolling into your neighborhood and treating you like. You think if I live in if I lived in a, a um uh what do you call it um. I mentioned somebody's gonna pull up to my house and body no body slam me no that's not happening because before you roll up to my house there's a gate there's you know there's eight the respect is there before you approach me you know what i'm saying and i just feel like perception is a thing image is a thing so until we start changing how we look at things and how we value ourselves we're always gonna get the shit end of the stick man it's just like we gotta get smarter yeah i agree i i i hate how that's one of the things i hate about new york is how disgusting Yo. the apartment buildings are and like it's like no you could be the cleanest person ever in your crib but those stairs every floor where you're pissing at where people are leaving fried chicken at where you know how about someone drops something and never picks it up and like all of those you get what i'm saying like how about when you get like a a a random 
rodent and you're like, I never have rodents. Why am I seeing a rodent? That's because your neighbor is filthy. Yeah. That's that's terrible. And we live on top of each other. It's true. Mm-hmm. And it's just like that's that's what that that that's the bottom line. We're just okay with we're okay with too much. I agree. Like my lease is up in September and I've been like looking at looking for places and I saw this one building and it was like an older building but they like they redid a mm-hmm. lot of the apartments. So I was like, Oh, let me check it out. And I was walking I was walking to my grandma's house and it's kinda in that area. So I went to the front of the building and I just looked at the building and I was like, This is a pissy hallway type of building. Like even though the apartment is new, wow. I know. Like in my mind I'm like there are roaches in this building. Like nothing new they can't the the apartment looks beautiful inside, but I'm like I could already tell what time it was, no matter what they gave me on the inside. Like I already knew what the outside. That like, that that's very sad. And I was just like, damn, because it just looks so good. But then I seen, it, I was just like, nah. They 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 renovated a few apartments on the inside, but it's still very like, no. We're we're being a take we're being taken advantage of across the board. And it just pains me to see, like, you know, to see a, a to see it keep occurring. Like, um, I remember not too long, like, not too long ago, I um, so around my neighborhood, my neighborhood is kind of rough. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you've been there. I'm literally on the border of what the upcoming, you know, the gentrification and what used to be. Um, and I, rem- you know, I lately I've been going into store to get food and the kind of service you just get is just like you know, you can tell. And then I go into a restaurant where you're paying about three hundred dollars for your meal and they like they won't even let your fork fall for thirty for two seconds. They pick it up. Oh you okay? No, no, no. But then you go into your community uh uh restaurant and then somebody has an attitude. I'm I'm here to support you. I'm, I'm the money I'm bringing here pays f- for your check. Yeah, and it's I, just like that should be pissing me gotta, off. But I've been trying to like we can't pick, and I I feel like we get a lot of you know a lot of us pick between what we want to protest, mm-hmm. but it's all related. It's all together. You can't. You don't get to say, "Yeah, I, I want to change that," but you know, nah, leave that alone. You, you, we can't I think say that. People do that all day. They do, and it's like we're gonna, we're just running in circle, and they just watching us, laughing, like, "Yeah, look at these." They don't even understand what they're asking for, mm-hmm. and it, we're just being taken advantage of. We're being taken advantage of when we are when we come when we encounter cops. We're being taken advantage of when we earn our hard earned money and we don't get what we're paying for our education you're paying for an education but you're not being totally educated on everything and then when you do get it they ain't gonna want to pay you shit we're just being taken advantage of that's true and it's just it's across the board everybody want to be paid on time that's what pissed me off (laughs) you motherfuckers want to be paid on time you motherfuckers (laughs) I'd be confused. Yo, it's not it's not always fun being woke. I know a lot of people are like, yeah, I'm woke, but wait till you get there, there's levels to being woke. Let me tell you. Oh yeah. Oh, there's levels to being I'm woke. I'm like, I'm I feel like I'm woke, but I'll be having fun. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I still take a joke. Yeah, of course. Like, I could still listen to, to Andrew Schultz. And I feel like <laughs> if you could listen to that motherfucker <laughs> and the shit he be saying. Um, but, yeah, I'm not, like, I'm not sleep deprived. Yeah. Yeah. I and still get my seven hours. <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> because, I mean, you know, you've set yourself up to get that seven hours. You know, it's like. You cho- you chose that for your life. You chose not. You know. You chose to live a certain kind of way, like we were talking about. You chose to um, demand a certain kind of love from the people that you they. You chose mm-hmm. to defend to um, to to work at a job where you're happy, right? Mm-hmm. And again, that's like all across the board. You go to, you know, people go to a job and you're super unhappy, and then you go home to your partner and you're also unhappy, and you can't Oof. figure out what's wrong. And that's just yeah, nobody. And there are people who cannot figure out what's wrong, and everyone's yeah, an enemy. That's so true. But I also feel like um, I feel like in life you have. To, I always tell people you have to pick and choose your battles. You, you got to pick a struggle. You I, can't. Someone once told me, uh, you can't walk out of a room. I think it was Pasha who told me this. If you're standing between two doors. If you open one door in order to for it to for you in order to close the first door, you have to shut the second door. Okay. You can't do both, so you got to pick okay, a struggle. Pasha, what the <laughs> deepness? Shout um, out Pasha, but yeah, it's true. You got to pick a struggle. Yeah, and I don't know. I just here's the thing, right? The world in my eyes, I can't speak for anybody else. The world in my eyes seems so crazy, and so far left and sometimes <laughs> unbelievable yeah. that I have to I have to constantly rely on the little things that make me happy and I I hmm. had a friend that would always be like you know you're never stressed and you don't go through what I go hmm. through and like she used to always tell me these things and you always you're, you're, you're so optimistic and you, you always see or she'll be like, you know, you always see the light at the end of the road. And it's not always like that. And I'm like. It's great not, for somebody to say I'm that like, about you. I don't. I'm like, yo, not for nothing. It might seem like I have that outlook. And I I try my hardest to do a lot of times. like Because I always know it's truly not the end of the road. Like I always know when I'm having a fucked up hmm. day, I'm also going to have a good day. You know what I'm saying? Like That's awesome. I had, I always tell people like summer 2016 for me was like the worst summer. 2016 was the worst year of my life. Like I really went through something to to me that was just like and what was that? I I didn't know I was gonna I didn't know I was gonna get out of it and and I'm still struggling through it, hmm. but. I have laughed so many days beyond that. I have had so many good times after that day. I ha- and you know, and that came from friends, that came from family, that came from buying myself something new. Right. That came, you get what I'm saying? That came from I'm always just thinking about the little things that make me happy. That's and that's a- if I have to rely on the, those things like my mom, my family, um, yeah, my family, my friends, mm-hmm. uh going to barney's and splurging on myself like Mm. just the things that personally make me happy or finding something on sale that used to be super expensive those are things that make me happy i don't know what make other people happy i just know the little things that give me 
a boost in life. Trying to get you and that light at the end of the I try summer. to always encourage people to find those things for themselves. And then your fucked up days maybe won't seem as fucked up when you have those little things to rely on. Like, maybe you're not going to see your therapist until the next week. Mm-hmm. So, okay, um, go go get ice cream. Like, just go do something yeah. that makes you happy yeah. and... I think peop- I think maybe we I mean we're all guilty of it uh but I think we all we forget sometimes that we are in control of our happiness. Mm-hmm. And I get it. It gets so dark sometimes that it's hard to see. Um and you do need people like that around you to remind you or to say like yeah it's going to be all right something in the world. You really do. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes when you might think you might be it might not be serious enough where you think like it's not the end of the world but sometimes you it's so deep that you think it's it's it is the end of the world. Yeah, and you do need somebody to remind you of that. And I feel like you need that one friend that you could call, that they could be like, "Yo, my day is fucked up." That'd be like, "Get dressed right now, we out." Right. Like, and I feel like I'm that friend That's because dope. I and I used to tell my friend like, "My nigga, like, after I'm done listening to you cry and tell me about everything that's fucked up." Yeah. You know, after I'm done. Like being your hood therapist, <laughs> then I'm like, I. Right, how can we turn this frown upside down just for a minute? Even if, you know, like those little moments of happiness are not going to take you out of whatever you went through, but mm-hmm. it's gonna for at least an hour or two make you forget. Like forget. sometimes you just need a break. Yo, yeah. your mind could do some crazy shit Yo. when you just um, all alone and the you're just so. harboring thoughts. Because I've been there before. Like yeah. I've, I've. I've um, been in situations where I'm just overthinking and I can't go to sleep and I'm just... I always say, like, I'm a, I'm an overthinker. Like, I overthink everything. Yeah. Like, to the point where sometimes shit is just playing in my mind. I'm like, nah, I have to go do something because yeah. I'm going to go crazy. Yeah. And I always say, like, you know, I'm happy that I live in a place like New York where there's always something cool <laughs> to do, right? Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Like, I will, I will look crazy. I'll throw on some leggings, some sunglasses, something. And I, I walk the bridge or something. You get what I'm saying? Yep. Like, just... Something to get my mind off whatever crazy shit is going on. And I'm telling you, that summer 2016, like, I was in such, like, I was, like, my mind was crazy. And I think what made me happy is I I was getting my first apartment. So Mm. I put all my focus on that. There you go. Like, I was, like, I'm getting my, um, I had, like, I signed my lease, but the apartment wasn't going to be ready until September. Okay. So that was that was the thing that I focused on that made me happy. Like I'm getting my own place and blah blah blah, and right. it's so beautiful and it's just and I work and I bust my ass for it, and I got the furniture I wanted like that. And so sometimes I think um, it's easy to sit and think about all of the fucked up things that's happening. Oh yeah. For you, but you know sometimes you gotta like pull yourself up yeah especially if you can't afford things like a therapist yeah you know what i'm saying like sometimes then you really have to find those little things that make you happy Uh, those those people that make you happy Mm -hmm. and yeah you just and probably it's get a dog shit (laughs) i always say if you really need some love like in loyalty forever yo dog can make out with you all day like that (laughs) As long as you got a treat <laughs> at the end of the kiss, <laughs> I wish dogs didn't need to be walked and didn't chew up your shoes and didn't like shit. 
and like things like that. Yeah. Because I was so happy. I love the way dogs love. I'm pretty. I'm pretty like, sure there'll be in the future there'll be a virtual dog that everyone yeah, can have. Yeah. If I could get you know, like, to. if I could, uh, like a little robot dog. Nah. Yeah. It, mm. yeah. They might make it so. Ro- they might make it as so long real. As they feel that, like a dog, right? right? They might make it so real. All you have to do is put some something and or charge it. Yeah, it, if it, I can get that type of love, like I really <laughs> love the way I see why um there are like service dogs. Yeah. Um, for people with like depression or just came back from overseas, like I see why, you know, some a lot of people put like a lot of their everything into, into their pets because they and sometimes they those pets can sense also when you're sad, right? And when you yeah, exactly. And yeah. if you're not a person who has a lot of friends or you know things like that, like a a dog might be the perfect thing. I think you. I know a few people like that, and I'm totally happy for i mean i can't handle a dog but i'm happy for the people who are it doesn't matter you just find something some something someone or some yeah to, to yeah, keep you like company you don't have someone because i just be like damn when i'm moving i should get a little dog yeah. then i'm like the day yeah, i come okay. home and that dog that ate my louboutin that dog, <laughs> oh, yeah, that dog is going nowhere but <laughs> straight to hell <laughs> and it's leaving my house or like and yeah, yeah, I can't do it. Yeah. But um I love dogs. Dogs are yeah. I, I, I enjoy dogs when they're not as long as they're not mine. And I be people houses be smelling like they dogs too. And I don't Yeah, like I can't that. take that. I, I can't take a house mm. that smells not less than good. And hair all over the place. Like let's yeah. think about those things. I just be like, nah. You're, you're already stressed out trying to Get lint off your jacket. Imagine you gotta get lint yeah. and hair off your jacket. I, I give it, you know, all, all 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 respect to people who own pets because it's like having a child. It seems yeah. you gotta feed it, care for it, take it to the hospital. I mean, take it to the doctor. Yeah, also I can't. The thing is, you know, your dog like <laughs> you you see it limping. And you take it to the vet, and then the vet's like a thousand dollars, and I'm like, "Nah, you got me fucked up. Like, you can have this dog. Like, don't we don't need this dog right here. <laughs> like, nah, <laughs> nah. Or, you know, I'm the type. Like, sorry, I'm spent. one of the people. It take me a lot to go to the hospital, so I probably had that same energy with my dog. You, you like, ever, you ever like, been to the hospital? Do you got diagnosed, and they cut the bill, and you're like, "Yeah, you know, I'm not that sick. I could be. I'm good." <laughs> One time, all I needed was some eye drops. And yeah. the bill was like $700. And I was like... Let me put these glasses on. And go. Yo! And literally, they just be like, okay, you was wearing dirty contacts. You know you're not supposed to. You got to have these eye drops in and wear your glasses for a week. And then they send you a $700 bill. Yeah, imagine you got to pay. You got to pay that for your dog and for yourself. You might as well have a child. I ain't got it. Yeah. I ain't got it. Yeah, and... And I feel like do- uh, dog, dog, uh, doctor bills be a lot more than human sometimes. Like I've heard like numbers. I'm like, you, you, for you sure? That's how much you got to pay for that visit? But hey, I mean, for all they're giving you, right? Yeah, that's true. You give back. Okay. So this is gonna be. We're gonna wrap it up after this. All right. Um, Jada Pinkett Smith. Is getting a lot of flack because she said that she lets Will Smith go on vacation with his ex-wife and their child alone. Mind you, the child is a grown-ass man. He's mm-hmm. like 25. Right. What do you think? Um, first, let me just start out by saying, wow, everyone's favorite couple is J and B. 
my favorite couple is Jada and well. Yeah, I think they're beautiful. Yeah, um, I love the synchronicity that they have. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's that's their. They have an understanding. Would you? I think if I'm not already in that situation, then yeah. But think about it. I feel like that's something they've grown into. I know for us it seems like yeah, like would you? But that's something they've grown into. For but like, would you? If your wife said, mm-hmm. "Babe, I'm gonna go on vacation with my grown ass 25 year old child mm-hmm. and his father," uh, I want to say yes. You would let them go? I think so. If. I, I think you're not. I think there's information missing. I think we have not to. Not a child. I understand. But think about the Even relationship the child that is they. still too fresh. Think about the relationship Why that I they Why I can't have. go? Huh? Why you can't go? Yeah. I don't know. I think we should all go. That's cool. I know how you're looking at it, but I also I I know that there's information missing, and I've watched I've watched them speak about talk about this, and I've watched her have a conversation with um her uh you know the woman that oh that was a good episode that was if I haven't I haven't seen such there aren't. There was so much strength in that conversation. So much strength in that conversation. And I think people don't wake up and lead something like that on. You can tell they've been to the trenches and carried it out through oh, yeah. all the way through understanding. That's why I'm like. I know a lot of men. In that situation. I'm sh- that. Yeah. I'm sure that's not the worst that they've done. I'm sure. Yeah, I, I just feel like they 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 probably be having threesomes. Probably. Mm, that's what we don't know. Probably. That's what we don't know. I, I remember, think. Remember they used to say Will and Jada was in like an open relationship, so I'm like they call shit. themselves life partners, and I think I could get down with that. That's what I'm saying. That they've established, and I think we can also apply that 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 phrase that B said when love is deeper than pain. It's you know it's. Alright. I think about it. Ain't no vacation. Beyonce ain't letting Jay Z go on vacation with nobody. There's, well, they don't have that or the the Smith it understanding. Don't she so still ain't having it. They don't have the Smith the, the that she Smith understanding. Like, Especially now, that's that's not happening. Beyonce now. ain't letting Jay Z cough without putting her hand <sighs> out. Like, <gasps> excuse me. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> you good? <laughs> have you have you watched? Um, the Red Table Talk, you know? I love it. I think it's really, it's really so good. good. I think it's beautiful. I really admire Jada. I think yes. I think she's an um, exemplary woman. Um, the way she allow her kids to grow up, or the way she, the relationship she has with her, her kids and her mom, um, and Will, I think it's, her mom is bad. Yeah, youth runs in there. Like, but I think so good. I think that's what our community needs. They need, you know, you need that kind of love. Not, it's never going to be perfect, but I, when you have an understanding, I think, I, and I'm not going to say it's easy, but they they have a start, 
and it right it looks weird to us but they're, they're living in harmony right <laughs> yeah. so you know it just i think it you know it has to do with us it's always about insecurity though it is but who could fight that yeah well you can get away from your insecurity you can do anything it's one of our toughest battles yeah we're working on it yeah so let's wrap this episode up let them know where they can find you man you can find me at yao aye and why why that's y-a-o-a-y-e-h and why um once you go on there you can pretty much find my other pages it's easy Get a suit if you need a suit made. Yeah, if you get a married man and woman, man and women. Um, if you, you need a nice skirt, blouse, he can make like. Yeah, um, I make Still most of the. I'm not making dresses yet. Wow, I'm just gonna throw that in there. <sighs> Let me tell y'all, Lauren has been giving me grief forever. All she does is give me grief. Because no. I want my shirt. Your, but your shirt is coming. Oh, yeah, you said that two years ago. Wow, um, two years, wow. Y'all know where y'all can find me. Please let me know how you guys feel <laughs> about this episode. If you would like to send me any questions, because I love minding other people's business, uh, <laughs> you can send an email to laurenxoxo at gmail.com. Please, please, please go on um, iTunes Podcast and leave a review because they're important and i'm trying to get to 50 and i'm at 40 so if just 10 of y'all leave a review you will make my day and thank you for listening also yes we are back on track now <laughs> my weeks were iffy but i'm back nobody pressed me anymore in my that's dms awesome, though. i think it's awesome that you've you've been so consistent and have had so much good content that people feel the void yeah. Well, you're not 10 a.m. every That's Wednesday. Awesome. That's dope. Yes. And also, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for, um, thank you to everyone who gave, you know, Lauren the feedback. The girls want you. I'm sad you're in a relationship. Thank you for the. They throwing their vagina at you, bro. You're not single for it. Thank you for um, they throwing the it feedback. at you. He just, you know, <laughs> men just like to feel like they still got it, whether they got something or not. They throwing it at you. Yeah. Thank you for the feedback. I always say, you know, if he's ever single, I'll, like, put y'all all in the bag and we'll pull out one by one. Like and all, all the guys that are single out there, well, Lauren is a great catch. So, um, Lauren is picky. Don't don't say that. Just just pick when, when they come. Don't scare them away. No, I don't think everyone needs to be picky. No, that's true. But, you know, pick. I'm not, like, anal. But do we make sense? <laughs> Somebody tried to talk to me today and I was like. See? <laughs> he said, Miss, you look like a model. Ooh. He was a baby. Ooh. I knew he was young. He said, Miss, you gotta, he you, said, you listen, like a princess. You might you have like? to give a ba- the babies a little bit of time. A little bit. Because <laughs> at least they still. I'm trying to get a man. I want a man. I want a man. I want a man. A grown man. I don't want a baby. You might have to give the young one a chance, cause um, no, I could, they got energy for you. Yeah, you know what? I was a wonder. I wonder. I've always wondered how many, cause I know women get haggled all day by men. I just want to know what the average woman goes through in the course of a day, as far as men who approach them. In New York, yeah, it give is, me a number. 
like on on an average day it's more cat calling more so than being i think like truly truly approached or like oh my god this guy was on a train yesterday and he looked like a tall version of one of my exes and i was like he was fine but i was like a six foot version of my ex nah and like he was looking at like he kept looking at me and i was looking at him too and i was like i don't want it (laughs) like i want it but i don't want it because and he was in a suit i was like a six foot version of my ex in a suit Gotta try and nah, help you, man. That man. Gotta try and help you, but you're not listening. He would drive me crazy, but um. Yeah, give me a solid number. I, mm, I don't know, mm-hmm. cause also I have on my headphones all day, and sometimes I just. Would you say, um? I will say a lot, but you can't even take it serious because I feel like men do it to everybody. Like I always say, when I first moved to New York, I thought I was so fine right. because every time I walked on the block, every guy would try to talk to me. I was mm. like, God damn, like, what the fuck? Because yeah, I wasn't used to it. Like they don't do that. I'm a military child, so I've lived a little bit of everywhere and I've never gotten as much as attention as I've gotten until I was in New York. Granted, I moved to New York when I was 18. So of course, like I was growing into myself as a woman, growing mm-hmm. into my looks or whatever. But I was just like, am I Rihanna? Yeah. Like, wow. Me? And then I learned that's what they do to every woman mm-hmm. that walks up and down the street. Yeah, because I always, I, I always see it happening. And I'm Some, just like, yo, I wonder how. I'm. It's so, smile, baby, annoying. Yeah, I go through that every, like, When you look in an ice cream that. cone and they ask you, can they have a lick? Annoying. <laughs> um... One thing I really don't like One thing I don't like doing is I don't like sucking on a lollipop Or licking an ice cream cone And new Like just walking down the street I don't like doing it Because I don't They really ask you for a lick? Yeah Or like when you holding your phone up So you you texting me baby You gonna put my number This is like I would just respect men more If like They just came up to me And was just like You're beautiful Like can I have your number? Mm. I'd be like, okay, either yes or no. Right. That's better than being like, damn, baby, let me get a lick of that cone. Wow. Ugh. First of all, pause. Nigga, I don't know where your tongue been. Like, what the fuck? Pause. Like, no. No, no, no. Yeah, so, yeah, men men have to stop that. Because mm. we don't. I, well, men I be avoiding blocks. Yo, one time, <laughs> me and my homegirls walking up this block. We was on our way to the train station. And it was a block full of guys, and I was like, "Yeah, I was like, yo, let's cross the street." Wow. While they was my friends, they was like, "Lauren, Lauren." I was like, "Oh shit!" The struggle is I real. Said, I said, "Yo, I thought y'all was just like, I was, cause no, there are some days where, like, especially when, like, having your headphones in is kind of like you can, even if you hear things, you can still ignore it. I have in my headphones, I can't hear you. Yeah. You can still." But, like, when you're just walking down the street, you don't have headphones. You don't, like, I hate walking down the street in New York without my headphones. I hate, yeah, I um, get it. Yeah, same So, way. if you don't have those things, you kind of don't have that shield of protection. Wow. Like, then it's like, I've been cursed out before because I didn't, like, turn around for someone who was trying to call me. 
You get what I'm saying? And so sometimes you really not in the mood. Like sometimes you don't want to hear a smile, baby. Especially if you heard it like 10 times earlier. Or especially if you're just having a fucked up day. Why do I have to smile for you? Like one time I was at the gym and I had just finished a workout session and one of the people who works in the gym, she was like, why your face look like that? What? And I was just like, she's like, you don't, you don't look happy. And I was like, mind you, out of nowhere, never talk to this person. And I'm in the gym. You don't think I'm tired? You don't think I just had an intense workout? Like, or you don't think something's heavy on my mind? Like, I hate that people will try to call you. Like, I don't, I don't like that. Mind your business. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, truly. I'm a, Big fan of mind your business. Truly, because if I ask you why your face look like that in general, just in real life, like, my face is screwed up. You just look like that. Stop fucking playing with me. But like I said, when you pop the trunk on people, you a bad person. You a bad person when you pop the trunk. Yeah, yeah, because you're you're calm until you have to get out of character. It's all fun and games till you have that comeback. Till you're black and angry. I think a lot of people don't know. Like I look quiet, but if I want to get in your like if I want to roast you, I can roast you. (laughs) Like if I really want to, don't take me there because I'm gonna have a lot of fun, and then you're gonna be tight because you thought I was quiet. But I'm roasting. I only met one guy that I've dated. Yo, this is one guy I dated where he was like, please stop talking about me. Like, I thought I was joking because I thought we were joking. He don't like, like, you can't say anything about him. I've only dated one guy that could literally roast me the way I could roast him. Wow. But most guys I know, like, they don't like that shit. That's funny. I I always got a joke. (laughs) But, yo, my ex hated. He'd be like, please stop talking about me. Please stop talking about me. Like, just bullying me. But I was... Isn't, and it's not like I'm talking about him all the time, like, but he'll say something. And I, I think it's just like, you can't get me started. Oh, so he doesn't like it when you fire back. Yeah, because when I go, I'm going. Because I went to middle school with some yeah, savages. That's a fact. And we was getting in each other's yeah. ass. Like, Cut, we were. Yeah, cutting ass was the, we used to make a thing out of cutting ass Yo. in high school. We used to have a session of cutting and ass. And these like kids can't do it no more. Yeah, everybody's in emotions. I was talking to my mom about that. I was like. I remember being in school, like, um, middle school specifically is what gave me my character. Because That sounds about right. Huh? That sounds about right. I wasn't, like, none of the guys liked me, like, nothing like that. And um, I would go to school sometimes looking crazy because my mom was overseas. And yeah. I was just home with my stepdad. Mm. Um. And he was doing my hair, and come on, come on. And so, I remember everybody used to have jokes, and yeah, some of the shit was hurtful, but everybody laughed. And they, they're the reason why I'm so quick, cause it's just like if you didn't have a comeback, you were just gonna let niggas get it go. Jones, we used to call it Jones, and you just gonna let niggas Jones, Jones on you. Yeah, like, you know, like, yeah. I remember me and my homegirls literally used to go to the mall. And just roast people like we used to all go, like we we people would just be in the mall roasting each other. I mean, we was young. We was roasting each other. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, it was the best. Yeah, that was because it going for. No I mean, we, we still uh, my friends and I still do that. We still go like it's hilarious. You should I see. Love it. Yeah, in tags and group tags, people. they 
Oh my god, it's the funniest thing. You can't roast people no more. Yeah. Like, you have to unless you grew up together, you can't. Yeah. Yeah. You have no, to like have a can't. history. Yeah. Like I don't be joking with men I date. <laughs> unless <laughs> unless he's a jokey person. I've only dated one person that was jokey like me. So like we would roast each other. Right. But like usually I because my ex just be like why you like you always got something funny to say? Like, I'm like, but you just you just said this about me. Oh, but you ain't like when I roasted you. Like when I really went in. Oh, okay, cool. It's like if you're not a naturally funny person, then you, you yeah. Know, I feel like it has to be like that from the beginning. Like you have to you can't be tense. I just mm. feel like don't try me, and I won't roast you. Like if you don't try me, I won't roast you. Like I got a black belt in roasting. Listen, I really do. <laughs> like. If you want to go, we could go. Yeah, it, yeah, I miss roasting. That was like, yeah, that was like, it was like freestyling. The best. Like some people rapped, some people. Yo, one of my jokes. favorites to this day is one time. It was this fat boy. Sorry to the, the bigger people out there. Yeah. But and this, I was young. I chased him around the playground. With the milk carton. And I was like, fill up my carton. Oh, like, nah, oh, it's you so was... good. I was like, I need some milk, please. You're savage. I don't want no more milk. Give me some more milk. Wow. Mind you, but we was dying wow, laughing. Wow, he's a bully, You can't right? do that now. Oh, you can't do that. He be on Instagram looking crazy. You like... get expelled. <laughs> Bala alert will put me up and call me the worst sixth, seventh grader that is. <laughs> That's a fact. You know the kid that I did it to would would uh be given an interview. That's a fact. Like, how fucked how up I feel? am. Did you did you feel discriminated against? Yeah. No, you can't tell no your mama jokes. Remember your mama jokes? Yo. We used to go on the internet to look for your mama jokes just to come back and go in because some people were naturally funny with your mama joke, but if you weren't, you had to be ready. I remember we made up a rumor saying that that this this teacher was a uh, was a stripper and her oh. stripper name was Strawberry Shortcake. And yeah, one time, yeah, I saw her walking alone in the in the hallway, and I was like, "Strawberry short, yo, you really are savage." Yo, she called me. My okay, a little. I shouldn't have did that. She was, I was like trying to picture you like going she, in on people. She made me sit with her in the principal office, and she was like, "Her name was Miss Johnson. I will never forget to this day." And she she made me feel so bad. How did she know that? I think she heard it or whatever. Uh, like I think she. <laughs> I was like strawberry short, like. Ugh. Yeah, you out here being a savage. I, man. Yeah, you can't do but that. But it was so much. <laughs> I was. Like, it made me who I am. Um. Yeah. All right. Okay. So we really gotta wrap it up. Right. Thank you guys for listening. Thank Follow. You. My friend on social media. Thank you for having me. Please leave Lauren some reviews. Please. Please. Yeah, and the more reviews I get, the more episodes I have. Duh. Sure, yeah. You know, give me what I need, I'll give you what you need. Fair enough. Thanks for listening. Bye.